actions are based on a misunderstanding of how we have survived together. It is a contract. I thought you were going to tell me to like. Who has made you cry the most? Who has the nicest body? Who is the funniest? Who does your mom like the most? Who has cheated on you? <laughs> Who was the biggest liar? <laughs> <laughs> Who was the best kisser? <laughs> Who do you think loved you the most? My husband says he's upset with me because in his words, sweetie, you need to stop spending so much money on DoorDash. Ordering it three times a day is not appropriate and we need to start living within our means. Honey, it sounds like you have an income problem, not that I have a spending problem. Start earning more money and we won't have these issues. So I took his credit card that we share and I booked a vacation for my daughter Richard and I. We're staying in a hotel tonight and I hope he enjoys that I charged $8,000 to his credit card. Make more money, darling. nothing but pussy on at the end of the day that's, that's true okay so then how come when you ask a woman what she brings to the table that's not her answer because they're not being true to themselves What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube 
live stream. Boy, what a weekend today. Shout out to the coach gang for being here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show. Hey, Raider Nation in the house. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. Appreciate y'all for being here once again. Rest in peace to Timon, who got shot on his birthday. All right, so rest in peace to him. Anyway, man, we got a great show today. Today, we're going to talk about Sugar Daddy Simps. All right, Sugar Daddy Simps. We've been talking about the Sugar Daddy explosion and the Sugar Baby explosion. Explosion. Pause. In the world today. All right. But definitely, we're going to talk about guys who got finessed by Sugar Babies. All right. Why? Guys go out there and they think maybe because they got a little money, I got money. They let their guard down and they find themselves in sticky situations with sugar babies or escorts or anything like that. We got great stories. We got uh, one very new story. Actually, there's two new stories, and then we're gonna rehash uh, two stories just to kind of, you know, put these things together so everybody knows and aware and is aware of what's going on. We talk about the the epidemic that's going on of young women, broke women. We showed you the Dine and Dash girls there. A lot of women that you know, your fa- your family members, your cousins, your nieces, your daughters, your mamas, your wife could be a sugar baby. And we talk about going out there getting a couple pieces of peace leave. I got money. All right, because it's easy, but some dudes lose their way and they get into simping, in which they then have to sue their ex sugar baby and they call them girlfriends when they find out they got finessed we don't want you to get finessed we don't want you to get finessed so we try to warn you about engagement relationships and marriage it is a finesse all right prostitution and marriage are one and the same by the way i gotta tell you man i live in a place where uh typically you see a lot of uh wealthy families but we have a high divorce rate in our county if anybody knows i've always shared this to you The county that I live in has a 70% divorce rate, okay? The county that I live in has a 70% divorce rate. I didn't plan on showing that statistic today, uh, but there might be some new viewers who thinks that you might think I'm lying. You'd be like, nah, man, you tripping. If you're an old viewer, you know what I'm talking about. So what I'm going to have to do now is I'm going to have to, um, I'm going to have to show you guys this because a lot of people don't know that uh, what I'm saying is absolutely true. And the reason why I'm telling you this is because every single week, as much as I see a lot of freshmen and sophomores on the junior college, I see a lot of older women moving into apartment complexes, townhomes. They're downgrading because they end up divorced. All right. And I saw one today. I saw this one lady. Uh, Let me go ahead and flash this on the screen. Pause. I'm going to flash this on the screen so you guys don't think I'm lying. And there it is right there, Orange County divorce rate. Orange County divorce rate, uh, sorry, or yeah, Orange County divorce rates are some of the highest in the country. Approximately 72% of marriage in the county end in divorce compared to the national average of 50. And this is as of 2019. And of course, with C-19, um, the COOF, as they call it, uh, that divorce rate probably is a little bit higher. Because we live in a wealthy county, people tend to get divorced pretty heavily because, you know, finances change. And what really changes is this, is that, and this is the plight of older white women, uh, you know, they hit the wall so aggressively that when they try to raise their prices and expectations, you know what happens is the husband trades their ass in, all right? He's like, look, 
I ain't got to put up with you. I'll put your ass over in that townhouse over there. All right. So this morning I saw a woman driving out of our community, you know, and I was like, she'd been married for a long time. She lived in a very nice neighborhood. All right. But she's driving her kids to school this morning. And, um, Yep, driving on driving on out of the townhouse complex. I was like, oh, they had a probably a $3 million house, all right? And I coached her daughter when they were young, when they were my daughter's age, probably in the fourth grade, third grade. I coached her daughter, and I saw her driving out the community today. I was like, that's interesting. Mm. I was like, damn. I got money. All right, so my, my neighborhood is MILF neighborhood. All right, if you're in the MILFs, all right, you're going to find all kind of leftover and, and thrown to the side MILFs. You go down in the swimming pool, and if you like them 40 and up, I mean, you can get all kind of breast-implanted MILFs. Uh, MILFs with nice bodies, you know what I mean? You know, they stomach is a little bit messed up, you know, because they didn't have them kids. But, um, yeah, man, by my pool, especially on the holiday weekend, I mean, it, it looks like Melrose Place for old people. <laughs> That's old MILF Melrose Place. Not, not the 20-year-old Melrose Place. It looks like MILF Melrose Place. Yeah, must be talking about the OC. Orange County, Melrose Place. I mean, if you like um, if you like the old breast implanted duck lip uh, MILFs uh, with the, you know, hair extensions, it's, I mean, they look good. <laughs> they look good. Um, after you deal with them, you realize why they got divorced. You're like, oh, I see why you got divorced. They be all alcohol, pill popping. <laughs> it's a mess. So it doesn't, it, it never ceases to amaze me the amount of, women that come rolling down that hill you know they live high on the hill with their husband but when that divorce happens they come rolling right down that hill rolling 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 down the hill they come kick that boom yep box wine and all that all right they be inviting you over hey come on over greg they want me to hang out with them at the pool i'll be like no nah, i ain't hanging out with y'all old asses uh is y'all daughter like like this is the problem that i have <laughs> this is the problem that i have i'm looking going wait a minute i can either go for you as you age up, you're now 48. So if I get with you now, in three years, you'll be 50. But your daughter is now 17. In three years, she'll be 20. Which way am I going? I got money. This is a tough choice. Should I go ahead and waste time with you? Or should I just wait for your daughter to be up at the junior college needing some books? You know what I mean? Like, this is a hard, this is the easy choice. I'll just wait for your daughter. Somebody said, why not have both? No, 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 no. I'm not trying to have a whole bunch of. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> it's the easiest. I'll just wait. You know what I'm saying? I'll just, <laughs> I'll just wait until she needs some books. Why hang out with you? You know what I'm saying? And then you get all crazy. You know that dude, people are, they be, they be crazy and, and, and always follow the rule. Never date women in your community. Never date them. I don't care how good it is, how good. Never date women in your community because these women will be showing up at your door and you're chilling because you know you're going to try to have a rotation. You know you're going to try to have a rotation. But if you date a woman in your community, all of a sudden, she's showing up at your door and you chilling. You just should try to enjoy your evening with another nice piece of young junior college peace leave. And here she comes to the door. All right. Hey, I thought we were hanging out. I thought we had a good thing going. No, 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 no. Mm. 
All right, so you want to distance yourself from all of them crazies. They show up off their pills. They show up on their box wine, and it's a mess. Anyway, let's get to the damn super chats. They come in. Nope, 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 nope. You want them all the way on the college campus. Never do it. I know it's convenient. It's going to be good for about two or three weeks. All right, and then after that, it's going to be all downhill. All right, Adrian Paul TV says, shout out to CG. Let's get it, men. Appreciate you for being here again. Classy Beat says, happy money day. I got money. Hope you had a great weekend and shout out to the coach gang. We back in here. Leaf is in the building again and again and again. Mark Hansen is a new member. Thank you. Setsana says, bonjour, le gang du coach. Shout out to my French. Polybou Francais. All right. I believe my French needs some work. Frenchy. Frenchy coach. Uh, Harold Lagurmi says, coach, don't play today. Get the disclaimers and shuffling out of the way. Yeah, this is going to be a lot of new people come. So we got to go ahead and get the shuffling out of the way. Yes, I'm an Uncle Tom and a sellout. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. All right, now that we disclose that, don't come in here and be surprised. Man, I, I didn't realize you were a Tom. Yes, I am. Okay, all right. Now that we got that out of the way. All right, so um, the next disclaimer we need to do is to let you know this show does not promote hate or harm of any person based on their gender, relationship status, and or race or class. All right. The goal of this show is obviously to promote healthy choices specifically for men in lifestyle finances and also in uh in emotional strength and health all right so that's what we're doing here and we do a little bit of comedy <laughs> we do a little bit of comedy so we got the shuffling out of the way oh i should tell you viewer discretion is advised you're choosing to watch this conf- uh content uh you were warned this content is not for the squeamish it is not for the woke it is not for the politically correct it is not for any of those things all right you may be offended by my slight fascination for feet all right, so listen, you're going to be like, why do you like feet? All right, hey, listen, I like feet. All right, so listen, that might offend you, but you clicked on my face. So go ahead and click off my face. I didn't beg you to be here. I don't need you. I don't need you here. But if you do want to leave a couple of feet pictures before you leave, let me know. All right, let me know, and I'll make an arrangement for me or you, for me and you. It's just me and you. Ooh, baby. Hey, ladies, if you know what I mean, you're outside and you got your sandals on and you got your outfit on. You know how the ladies be like, oh, I got my outfit. They love their outfit. You know what I mean? Now I got my outfit on and I got my little thing on and you do your hair. I'm going to check your hair. I'm going to say, ooh, I like the way you comb your hair. Uh, I like the stylist clothes you wear. Um, it's just that little thing you do. Uh. That your feet are screwed. Oh, no. No, no, no. Not the feet. I'm checking the feet. I am going to check them toes, ladies. If your toes are busted, it's going to be an automatic no. Nope. Your your, to- your feet got to be on point, ladies. <laughs> your whole outfit could be nice. Your hair could be nice. When I get that, because I'm going to scan. I'm going to scan down to them toes. I'm going to be like. And she got them feet in them sandals. If them toes is overlap like that, or she got that bunion where her toe go in this way, it's a 
I'm going to be like, ma'am, take them feet. And it's time to go, baby. Hammer toes that way. All right. Shout out to the hammer toes in the building. Who else do we got in here? Uh, Rooster Coburn. Hey, coach, are you planning on adding the Peace, Quiet, and Freedom t-shirt to the new lineup? Yes, I'm this week. I said I was going to do it last week. This week, I'm adding the original Free Agent Lifestyle shirt and the original Peace, Quiet, and Freedom t-shirt. All right, so the original, original from 2018. All right, Any anyway, yeah, so look out for that. VMAG, coach, coach gang, the new Free Agent gear is fire. Got a hoodie and a shirt, of course, all black. Appreciate you. And all you do, all glory to the most high. And yes, we have the, um, my printer supplier is is finalizing the orders. I think this week, so they should ship out. If you order them pre-order, they should ship out next week. All right, get your orders in because that's obviously the end of the winter and spring gear. We're going into summer. All right, the champ says, but coach, I put my knee into it. I know, I know. Putting your knee into it, I always warn men, uh, if you don't, like the girl you're with because men I know ladies ladies listen up I'm gonna get I'm gonna do you a favor I know you guys are mad at men when they hit it one time and then they pump and dump you or they they change you know what I mean that's called post nut clarity there's nothing wrong with it um you know you just were the victim of it it's okay uh but men will bang anything at least once most men will bang anything but once and it once men honor their post nut clarity they really stop messing with you so it is what it is but the mistake that men make is they put their whole knee into a woman that they really don't like. You know, they like her for the moment. They like her for the pleasure. And so while they're doing it, they they go all out. If you're going to do this, guys, this is going to be a mistake that you make. Do not blame her. If you do something like that with a woman and then you go all out and you make her feel good, then you're going to have to take what you you're going to get what you deserve. Because she's obviously going to like the feeling, right? And then you go in there, you go in knee deep. And then all of a sudden, man, then you be like, oh, man, you ain't nothing. And then you want to pump and dump her and make her feel bad about herself calling her names. I don't understand why men call a woman names after she does something like give you her body. Come on, man. You're lucky she picked you. She had 10 other guys she could have picked that night. But here you go, hate slamming a woman. And then you uh go in there knee deep, make her feel good. And then you want to pump and dump her. Come on, man. Don't do that. Hey, just give her the five-stroke special. All right, give her the five-stroke special and then bounce. It's pretty simple. If you really don't like her, give her that five-stroke special. All right, go in there, give her a couple strokes, get your little roar, and then make her go, damn, I should have had my, I should have reached into drawer number two instead of inviting him over. All right, and then you want to make her, you want to make her not enjoy the experience, right? You'd be like, oh, man, he was little and he had no stroke. He had no longevity. He was a minute man. You want to leave her like that if you really don't like her. But you go in there and you start doing this and you start putting all that in it. All right. Then then what's going to happen is she going to get sprung on it. <laughs> if you really don't like them, just chill out. Peruvian he, good morning, coach. Today is my birthday. I'm going to have to get birthday music in here. Yeah, you going in Rosky. You going in Rosky. You getting it down her gullet. She doing the nastiest for you. She coming cleaning you off with the warm rag. You going in for seconds, possibly. I mean, come on, man. You, you can't do that. That's a violation on your part, men. Men. If you're going to hate slam, I understand. But don't give it to them. 
Yeah, you, yeah, man, y'all doing too much. Y'all breaking her back out. You blowing it. No, come on, man. Just give her the five stroker. Uh, where are we at here? Shout out to Peruvian Heat. Good morning, coach. Today is my birthday. Shout out to you. I turned 31 and my cousin is treating me to Golden Corral for lunch. Oh, no. I choose the free agent lifestyle with peace, quiet, and freedom. Shout out to the coach gang. Hey, man, we in here. Um, Let me do one more because I got to get on with the show. ETC, and happy birthday, by the way. ETC, ready to work. Good morning, coach and the coach gang. Sadly, I got shingles, and it's extremely painful and annoying. I wish I would have gotten shingles, the shingle shot. Dang, dang, not promoting, just speaking on me. Do your research, hashtag be smart. I've heard about the shingles. It's similar to, I believe, the chicken pox for adults. If I'm not mistaken, oh, that doesn't sound fun. All right, let's that's, that's go ahead. I don't know if I got the shingle shot now. I better go check it out. And I think if you get some of that, like if you're older and you get the shingles, it could be deadly. That could be deadly. All right, look, let's get into the show. Hey, we often telling you guys about um, the opportunities that young women have in this world today. Uh, this is not something that's new. Uh, young women have been doing these things for a long time. But now, since we have news and the news willing to report these things, we're going to share a story for you about some of the young high school girls that are doing these despicable things that you don't know about. Remember, remember, gentlemen, it is me that tells you women mate like kittens. Men mate like dogs. Dogs will do it anywhere, anytime, any place. A dog, all it has to do is walk up to another dog, <laughs> sniff that good scent. As long as he gets that good scent, he'll be like, okay, we can do it right now. <laughs> it could be a crowd full of people. He ready to go in deep. Now, women don't mate like that, mainly because they have a reputation to keep, even in a society that now has women, you know, they could have men with whatever body counts they uh, want to have but they still will mate like kittens. When was the last time you seen two kittens walk up to each other and go, right now? Never. Rarely ever. Every now and then you might catch a cat clapping cheeks, but it's very rare. Any, most of the time you might uh, uh, come upon cats clapping cheeks and it's in the dark. All you hear is meow, 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 meow. That's all you might hear. They somewhere in heat. Meow. Right? And you know what's happening. But you ain't gonna catch them in broad day. You ain't gonna catch their ass on the street. You ain't gonna catch their ass walking. You on your leash. The cats on the you're not gonna catch them in the middle of the park. You're not gonna do it. All right. Anytime they want to get it on, they can get it on. And guys, it don't take that long to get it on. So in a 24-hour day, a one woman can live for 24 hours in that day. And for 23 hours in, in uh, 10 minutes, she ain't clapping no cheeks. But for that 30 minutes, somebody slid in and slid the hell on out. Maybe let's just say it was an hour. For an hour, somebody came in and went out. And it's over. So for you, you think you're going to catch her ass. You think you're going to catch her. But they're like kittens. You're not going to catch her. And they're going to do everything they do is on the low. Now, you don't think so. You think she's out here twiddling her thumbs. She's just sitting at home. Damn, I don't have nothing to do. And she got in between her legs what people will uh, uh, make equivalent to an ATM. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is 
put my card in and that's it and put the pin number and boom money just comes right out so these people can do this one two three times a day but most of them do it might one time a day. You think she's at home tooling her thumbs. You think she's at home just scrolling Instagram. You think she's at home learning how to make a chickpea soup. You think she's at home trying to practice making shrimp scampi. All right. In an hour, she can get and be back to what she was doing. You didn't see nothing. You didn't even see nothing. You didn't even hear nothing. Nothing. You didn't hear the headboards knocking on the wall. Nothing. That's because they creep. Yeah, just creeping on the down low. All right, that's what they do. Yeah, you think they're a home knitting, but they can do this. Let me share a story about, especially these young girls. Let me share this story. And this was uh, delivered to me yesterday on the, I think it was the members live stream last uh, yesterday. And unfortunately, one young lady lost her life. But uh, when I get down and read to you this story, you're going to start asking questions real quick. This is about some, uh, somebody says, oh, uh, yeah, here it is right here. This story comes to you from Burnsville, Minnesota. All right. And if you ever know, want to know where Burnsville is, here's the map. There's Minneapolis. And if we scroll in, there's Burnsville right there next to Apple Valley. Where's my lady from Apple Valley, by the way? My white, my white uh, fan. She still ain't sent me feed pictures yet. All right. And there's Lake Minnetonka over there. And there's Burnsville. Hey, where is it? Burnsville, Minnesota. Driver 21 arrested after Burnsville crash that deleted a Lakeville North sophomore injured a Rosemont team. And it says right here, Sydney Connor, age 16, deleted at the scene of the Burnsville crash. Let's read it. Uh, police have arrested 21-year-old Farmington man who, who they say was speeding when he crashed his car in Burnsville set, uh, Saturday morning deleting a 16-year-old girl and severely injuring a 15-year-old girl, both whom were passengers. Wait a minute. Hold up. Mm. Let me get this straight. He's 21, and the passenger's 16, and the other passenger is 15. Hmm. Let me read on. It sounds a little bit suspicious here. Alejandro Jesus Saavedra. Did I say that right with my accents? Shout out to my Latino ex people. Mm. Latino ex. Alejandro Jesus Saavedra was arrested Sunday night in Farmington and booked in the Dakota County Jail on suspicion of felony criminal vehicular homicide in connection with the death of Sidney Nicole Connor. Connor rest in peace. A Lakewood, a Lakeville North High School sophomore. Sophomore. From Rosemont, sophomore in high school. Hmm. Saavedra remained jailed Monday pending formal charges by the Dakota County Attorney's Office. A charging uh, decision could be made as early as noon Tuesday, which is the 36-year-old whole 36-hour uh, old deadline, according to jail records. Connor died of multiple, unfortunately, rest in peace, blunt force uh, injuries at the scene of the crash near Nicolette and Grand. All right, I'll get to the story. Saavedra and his other passenger, Carmen Marie Braun of Rosemont. And it says, uh, both were taken to the hospital with severe injuries, injuries, injuries. And Braun's condition was not immediately available. I have to figure out what the hell is going on here. Why are two high school girls with this young man? Why are two high school girls with this young man? Let's hear. 
The car fled after a noise complaint. Mm. What kind of noise? Smith said police officers were called to a noise complaint at the Best Western Premier Nicolette Inn. Hold up. You mean the hotel? You mean the motel? Hold up. You mean the motel in Nicolette just after 6 a.m.? Hotel staff have reported a group in a room was asked to leave but did not. When officers arrived, they saw three people get into a car, which then fled to the parking lot at a high rate of speed. Officers discovered the car had crashed less than a mile from the hotel, and its occupants, Saavedra, Connor, and Braun, are at the scene. It says here, Smith said the investigation points to Saavedra, Connor, and Braun being amongst those who had been in the hotel room. As to why Saavedra allegedly sped away, he said, that's something we are trying to figure out. So, uh, you mean to tell me this dude's in a hotel room with two 16-year-olds, two sophomores in high school? Now, that begs, that, that asks the question. You got to start asking the question. How in the world are these two girls in a hotel at six in the morning with a guy who's 21? You got to be kidding me. Now, this is what I want to tell you guys. This is why I tell you. Young women, some young women start early. They start this stuff early. This is why we tell you by the time they hit 31, 32, uh, between the age of 28 and 32, we figure it out. They figure it out because they've got a head start on you. They've been doing this. I've been saying some, some places, if you live in Atlanta, Georgia, and the women grew up somewhere in Atlanta, Decatur, or any one of these places there, they've been starting since they were 13, 14, 15. They've been started with men that have been slightly older, 17, 18, 19, and 20. And then when they turn 16, they've been dealing with 21, 22, 23-year-old. When they turn 19, they've been dealing with 25, 26, 27. Okay? Then by the time they hit their mid-20s, late-20s, and early-30s, 30s, they're worn out. Um, and here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age, is that women love nice guys. <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early, early 30s is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, a.k.a. nice guys, right? And that's you. We're just exhausted by the jerks. Yeah, since 14, 15, and nobody could deny now because somebody was like, oh, maybe they were perhaps, he was the college uh, tutor. You know what I mean? He was tutoring them in math. But nobody can deny it. There's a lot of stories like this that go untold. Um, not, I'm not saying that all women do this, but a lot of young women are making best use of their early ages, all right? And they're doing stuff like this. Ladies, ladies and gentlemen, I was in a hotel in New Mexico. 
And I and it was like a hotel. I was on a road trip and we were playing in this little town in New Mexico called Las Vegas, New Mexico. And I'm in there and this dude like to clap this young girl's cheeks all night right next to my damn headboard. All right. I wanted to see it. I was like, whoa, finally, all morning they go to the swimming pool. So, but so I hear them leaving, opening their door. So I had to open up and see who was clapping cheeks. And they were both young. I mean, the girl couldn't have been over 18. The boy couldn't have been over 19. All right. He liked to clap her cheek the whole damn night. And I'm sitting there like, where do these people come from? Okay. But he bet he blew that back out. So what you have to understand is when you're dealing with older women, even over the age of 30, this is what you're getting. A lot of them have a steep, steep history that they're not going to reveal to you. And should you ask them to reveal it, they're going to hold that against you. But you guys got to watch out. If you have daughters, if you have daughters, if you have nieces, cousins, and they're 15, 16, 17, just be prepared. In this day and age, they can sell themselves on the Internet. And I know you're saying this is not true. I'm a, the, the main event story coming up next after we do hit it and quit it in the rest of the super chats. You're going to see that this young girl had already been a pro in the game and had already been finessing dudes. And she was barely 19 years old. I'm going to tell you, you don't start learning this at 18. This is something that you learn early on, even before the age of 18, to be able to finesse these dudes like this. All right. And this is just something to watch out for. It's just something to watch out for and what men should be aware of. This is why, you know, I don't get into all of that. Um, you know, older women could get it and they could get it. I, I know what's happening with them more likely than not. All right. So let me see how far super chats do we got to go. Let's do a quick game of hit it and quit it. <laughs> all right. Let's do a, a quick game of hit it and quit it while we're at it to lighten up the mood. Lighten up, jerk. All right. What movie is that from? Hey, that beat, that beat. All right, so today we got a great game of um, Hit It or Quit It. All right, it's been a while since we played Hit It or Quit It. And by the way, if you do want to see a group featured on Hit It and Quit It, if you want to volunteer some names, send it to askcoachgregadams at gmail.com. Please don't flood my inbox. Just say this is my suggestion for today's Hit It or Quit It. We also have Prime or Decline as well. So if you do want to send a group of older women to judge, use the same email address and send it for the prime and decline. So let's play. We're not going to probably, we're not going to do a uh, poll on this one, but we're starting off early on the hit it or quit it. And our first contestant is Charlie D'Amelio. I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. Coach, why are you bringing underage girls onto this? Well, Ladies and gentlemen, I am proud to announce that Charlie D'Amelio is 18 years old. Uh-oh. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> so Charlie D'Amelio just turned 18. So thus, now she is not underage, according to the law. And I'm going to make a prediction right now. Charlie D'Amelio will definitely get on OnlyFans in T-minus two years. And she will break every OnlyFans record in history, if not a year from now. You heard it here first. Charlie D'Amelio, America's Girls Next Door, America's Sweetheart, the TikTok 
leader. I think she has probably the most TikTok followers there is. Charlie D'Amelio will be on OnlyFans and she will break every record in the book, but she probably won't get nude. She probably will tease people for the nudes. So we can give her a hit it and quit it. And here she is right here. Uh, she's already dated several, you know, TikTok celebrities-ish. But uh, Charlie D'Amelio right here, uh, this is your chance for hit it and quit it. And the reality is uh, Charlie D'Amelio's fame is because she is a girl's next door. So I know people would be like, who is she? She whack. She a ironing board. But the reason why she's famous is because she's a plain Jane. All right. She is your girl next door. She is your neighbor next door. All right. Somebody said her sister is already doing prawn. Oh, my. So here it is right here. Um, so she will tease you. She will be the biggest OnlyFans COCK teaser in history. All right. She might not show you very much, but she's going to show a little bit more than what she's showing now on OnlyFans. I guarantee you in another year, she'll be on and she better capitalize now because the older she gets, the less likely she'll be able to capitalize on this. So I guarantee I am guaranteeing Charlie D'Amelio will be on OnlyFans because the jailbait is over now. You can't play jailbait anymore. Now you got to up the scale, and this is what the industry does to you. If she waits another two years, she's going to be bad news, old news. All right, so anyway. Anyway, uh, let's see here. The next one, her sister's doing prawn already. So she's already doing, so her sister, she has an older sister, an older, less talented sister. And somebody says she's already on OnlyFans. Is she already on OnlyFans, or is she doing prawn? Let me look this up. Let me look this up. So her sister might have already done it. Uh, Charlie D'Amelio's sister. Is her sister already on OnlyFans? Let's see. Her name is Dixie. Let me see if she's doing OnlyFans. Uh, let's see here. Oh, yeah. Ah, yeah. She, so, so this is right. Her sister who is already older than her, did join OnlyFans. It says here, but uh, but there are no leaked photos yet. So this was as of um, April 2nd, 2022. She just pranked her fans by saying she, well, it was a prank, I guess. Fans are not happy with the prank. So they're saying it's a particularly a prank. But I think they're testing the waters. Somebody said, where's her father? Well, uh, Oddly enough, her father is in the business with her. Her father, there's her father right there. So the family has all joined in. You know, her Charlie started making more money than the family. So they do have a reality show, if I'm not mistaken, the whole family. So the family's all invested in Charlie D'Amelio. All right. So this is what's happening here. I know a lot of people don't know about this. Uh, where is the family here? They do have a family version. Here it is right here. So there's the mom. There's the two daughters, and there's dad right there. And they've been on uh, Gary V. They've been trying to figure out what's the best way to monetize Charlie's TikTok fame. And uh, dad's all in. Dad's all in. So this is going to be the, this is the new Kardashian family. This is the new Kardashian family. Uh, somebody, people are like, I've never heard of her. Don't matter. <laughs> don't, it don't matter. 
These people will make more money than you've ever heard of in the next three years. All right. They've already been making bank. They've already been making bank. So um, doesn't matter if you heard of her. It's irrelevant. All right. So you will hear of her. Uh, Saweetie, our next contestant on Hit It or Quit It. Saweetie. Saweeties. Did you eat your Saweeties this morning? Saweetie. <laughs> Somebody says monetize your daughters. What the heck? This is the world we're living in. Um, yeah, well, there'll be a SEX tape of um of Charlie D'Amelio, probably. Uh, here we go right here. Saweetie. Saweetie. Everybody see Saweetie right here. Uh, she's a very uh she's uh who did who did that? Kevin Samuel said uh she's a six without makeup. <laughs> um, probably so. Most women are sixes without makeup. It is what it is. All right. Most women aren't that attractive. All right. Um, especially, I mean, they have, this is why they take all of that time to get ready. All right. If they just walked around in the plane, you'd be shocked. All right. So there's Saweetie right here. Um, yeah, there she is right there. She's a good, she, she's a good looking young gal, obviously glammed up. I have nothing wrong with her. Obviously, you know, everybody's made videos about her and getting kicked to the curb. Wasn't she the original Birkin bag girl? If he ain't giving me a Birkin bag, I believe this was her. Uh, yeah, with her hair and her makeup, she's she's definitely a good looking girl. All right, uh, but um, yeah, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't say she's a ten or anything like that. But yeah, she's a good looking girl. She's definitely going to be on the hit category. If you saw her in person, she would be on the hit category. All right, but you know, if you take into consideration her past, probably not. All right, next one up is going to be Zendaya. Zendaya. Uh, this is going to be Zendaya right here. Everybody see her. She's probably under the age of 23 or something like that, 24. Uh, she's going to be on the Iron Board variety. There she is there. She's been in the, she's been in the acting game for quite a bit. I believe she's a child actor, actor or actress. Her boyfriend is uh, Tom Holland, Spider-Man. She's taller than Tom Holland. You know, she's setting the world on fire by dating a short, short man. But he's got money. I got money. All right, there's Zendaya there. Uh, she's probably pretty tall woman to begin with. Uh, just so you can tell by her body type. She's probably taller. She's probably in the five seven, five eight, five nine category. I'm not sure. I didn't do my research on that. Uh, but there she is, right there, beautiful young girl. All right, she's a beautiful young girl. By the way, did you see her parents? Her parents will not be in the beautiful category. All right, they are. Uh, she, I don't know how they had her. All right, we'll see, man, because sometimes when they get older, they start resembling one of the parents. But do I see collarbone there? Yes, I do. I do see collarbone. Collarbone is one of those things that I look for, man. Hey, because I can see a lot of uh, I can see a lot of those uh, neck bones and all of that big old, big old collars and big shoulders. I look for collarbones. All right, uh, next one up is gonna be L. Yeah, she's tall. I met her in person. Shout out to Sizzo. Elle Fanning. Elle Fanning. She seems to be a popular young lady. I don't know who she is, but I think she's related to Dakota Fanning. I don't know what she's been in, but people talk about her quite a bit. Uh, she is definitely on the plain Jane porcelain skin category, which is a little bit dangerous. I'm just going to tell you, if you like this type, she definitely, this picture definitely is on the hit. Uh, but what happens is in the morning when you wake up, they look sick, right? You know what I mean? If redheads or straw strawberry blondes 
or really pale women look sick without their makeup. They look sick. They look like, like they, like, are you okay? You know, they don't put their eyeliner on. They don't put their mascara on. They don't put their lipstick on. They be looking sick. Like, whoa. Or they bump their elbow and they got, they get big bruises on them. You got to be really careful of what you're selecting here. But with this picture, I would say that would be on the hit category. Uh, but sometimes you can see here, you know what I mean? They be looking sick. <laughs> so, uh, you know what I mean? Like, you know, or don't let it be cold outside. If it's cold outside, they hold face, cheeks, nose, red, eyes, red. They be looking like, Hey, you going to be okay out here in the winter time. You got to be where you got to, you got to be careful with them. They don't, they, they, they don't show well without their makeup on. <laughs> they be bruising easily. They hit their leg on the top corner of the table and the bruise be that big. It's all black and blue and purple. You look at like, so be careful with the porcelain skins. I, you know, they, I, I don't mind them. I actually like them, but uh, they're really, you got to protect them. You got to put a protective coating around them and make sure they had a makeup on and their eyebrows. Cause they tend to not have, they tend to have light, fair eyelashes and eyebrows. So make sure they are all painted up before you go. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. For the old, I know people are going, what's up with all of these young girls, coach? Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> um, so what we're going to do for the brothers, because y'all particularly like older women, we'll go give you some older women here because you can't let sleeping dogs lie. You can't let sleeping dogs lie. Coach, what about Nia Long? <laughs> Nia Long's still fine, huh, Coach? All right, just for you guys who can't let sleeping dogs lie. We'll talk about older women in their 50s and whatnot. This should be on the prime and decline, but since you guys are, I can't take all them old, younger women. Coach, this is just bad. Let's get some older women. To, okay, let's just go let sleeping dogs lie. See, look, here's the thing. This is the Nia Long you remember right here. This is the Nia Long you remember. This is the Nia Long now. All right, so you keep asking me about Nia Long. Coach, I saw her in Essence Magazine. She still looked like, she still looked like the Nia Long in the past. Nope. No, she don't. She don't, but since you guys want to keep having me rape 50-year-old women, these women are older than me, all right? And I'm old out here, but you keep wanting me to rape 50 and 60-year-old women. All right, go ahead. Yep, get it out. Get it out. <laughs> get it out now. Go ahead. All right, are you okay now? Everybody good? All right, next. We'll get. The, we'll give you another one. So now I'll the coach. So now I'll the still got it. All right, so. <laughs> she's still bad she's still fine all right all right we'll give you a chance we'll give you a chance to rate the women who graduated high school in 1986 go ahead, mm. <laughs> go ahead. we'll get it they graduated high school 19th class of 86 all right go ahead have at it y'all done okay now we can end the game all right so shout out to you guys man You know, you brothers, man, you putting all them young girls up. What about the old women who still got it? Okay, go ahead. There you go, man. I ain't playing the game with you, but I gave y'all a little bit something. Do not ask me here on out. <laughs> okay.
They've been with 15 celebrities and whatnot. No, nah, man, I ain't trying to rate all them. You got to have three celebrities or at least, not 15. Not married three, married and divorced three and four times. No, 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 no. All right, I'm not rating you. Why, why am I rating people like that? She still got it. No, yeah, let's put Harriet Tubman up. Next thing, Coach Harriet Tubman, if she was still alive, she'd be a 10. I can't stand some of y'all. Let's get to these super chats. I can't stand y'all. Stop sending me them old people. Put them on the prime and decline. Uh, Neil Stewart says, please cover this insider website article. China's millennials are shunning marriage at an alarming rate and is creating a nationwide population crisis that Beijing cannot magically fix. Boy, see, these people are admitting their faults. We're going to go right down into the black hole uh, by continuing to pander to feelings. We live in a feelings generation, so we want women to feel good so they can shop. All right. And if they can't feel good on their own, we'll give them medication to feel good. Girls, don't worry about it. Everything's going to be all right. But it's not. Uh, but China's waking up going, this is a problem for us. We already got mad people over here, a billion people. But somebody's got to make babies. They already got in trouble by. Never mind. I'm not going to get into that. But they are going, we can't even fix the problem. Remember, I told you guys, you hope strategists, we cannot recover from this. Even the people that have seen the birth rate decline. And people say, well, we don't need more people. The, the, birth, the birth rate is beyond replacement levels, which is going to be alarming. But the United States are going to catch on late because they have too much woke culture and they won't correct the problem. And many people know that the problem's not correctable. So marriage rates, divorce rates, and childbirth rates, it's not fixable. You have to have a calamity in order to fix it. And you guys know my calamities. World War III. You're going to have to have an economic collapse of epic proportions, a plague. You're going to have to have mass immigration or terrorism, one or the two. And then you're going to have to have a religious awakening. You might have all four or five at one particular point. That's the only way to fix it. Other than that, it's off the rails and even China knows it. So for you hope strategists, uh, marriage and relationships and childbirth rates, it's not coming back to normal. Larry Berg's not walking through that door, fans. Kevin McHale's not walking through that door, and Robert Parrish is not walking through that door. And if you expect them to walk through the door, they're going to be gray and old. Yeah, it's all it's all gone. It's a rapsky. Shout out to Cavito. What happened to the Kaylee that was calling you? Um, I cleared that up on the um, on the members live stream, but I might talk about it in the next show. Tarlo is in the building. Thank you for being here again. What did you give me? Some coffee. Did I finish my cup of coffee already? I did. A cup of coffee. A cup of coffee. All right, Kaylin Ferguson, female sexuality can get men anything from a one night stand to the absolute most, which is marriage and kids. It's just a matter of what she chooses. Women need to realize this. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Kaylin, on this one. Um, women don't need to realize nothing. All right, they they are basically going to go where the feeling's good, and then once that doesn't work out. Then they're going to say, what happened? Where did all the men go? Yeah, what happened where all the men go? Then we have to change course because of uh, as a result of Brie Foltz law, women dictate how men, um, they, they dictate the sexual rules of the, of, the, of the culture. Now, if they all go this way, then it's going to be hard. They're going to have to all swing it the other way. Um, and I don't see that in the near future. It's going to go off the rails first. 
uh, No Zoomer podcast, a.k.a. Coach Junior. Coach, man, I was out at a bar this weekend, a bunch of old human resource department mixed with 304s. Sad seeing these women's kids at home with the husband while they out here living the forever 21 life. And they're going out there to get what? Salami, attention, and free drinks. Go to my Ask Coach Greg Adams channel. I covered that. Shout out to DGEPB. But the human resource, Veracruz Vane Brigade, be out there trying to look for free attention from simps. All right. And these, they're not looking for necessarily men to get into relationships with. They're looking to have fun, let men fawn all over them. All right. Buy them drinks, finesse them out of drinks. The game is too old right now. The game is very uh, apparent because these women used to go out and they used to do that. So if you think I'm lying, I'm not bashing women. They had an entire stream on Netflix related to this called Sex Slash Life, where the woman had marriage. She had the house. She had the two kids and she had the rich husband. And then she still was out there in these streets. In these streets. She still wanted to go out there and get attention. She still wanted to go out there and shake her ass. So they're basically having their cake and eating it too. So even if you get married, guys, this part is going to come back up. And she's going to say, well, I wasted all my younger years. I gave up my younger years to marry you and have kids. As if she didn't want to do that, right? <laughs> You'd be like, you were the one asking me to get married. You were the one asking me to put kids in you. They always switch the narrative. Like you grabbed them off the street. Bam, you hit them with a club. You dragged them into your cave. And then you said, do not leave this cave. Forget about your career. So I could focus on my career. And then you said, open up wide for the next four years. You're going to be pregnant for the next four years straight. I'm going to put three babies in you. And then once you're done, you're not going to go back to your job. So I could focus on my career. Forget about that. You, They act like you did that. But from 25 and on, she's been pressing and pressing and pressing and asking for marriage, pressing, pressing, pressing and asking for children before she ran out of time. And then once she does that, five years later, she's going to lose all her baby weight. She's going to start putting on her low rise jeans or whatever she's going to do. She's going to start going out there. I want to go out there and relive my younger years that I missed being knocked up barefoot and pregnant. And then she's going to go shake her ass and then it's going to be all downhill. Now, once you say, you know what, um, I don't accept this particular part of your life. Yeah, why are you going out to clubs and all this stuff now? Oh, I'm just going out with the girls. Don't be controlling and insecure. It's a literally a trap. And then all of a sudden, she's going to have a little boyfriend on the side. Or a little work husband that she met at work. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. Then you get divorced. Then she goes out in these streets, live it up for two years. And then she starts saying, what happened? Where did all the men go? And then nobody's committing to her. It's the story of their life. And guys, they can't prevent it because nobody's holding them in check. You can't prevent it. Once it starts going that way, it's over. You can't, you can't reel it back in. <laughs> you can't reel it back in because they have you under control. Beast of Moon says, bust out a 175 hit combo. Not sure what that's referencing. Uh, SD, appreciate you for being here. SD, shout out to you becoming a member. Herbert Collins says, I turned 37 yesterday. Bless up, CGA. Men, your life is just getting started when you hit your mid-30s, all right? And then it takes off in your 40s. And people will try to hold you back in those years. 
They'll say, why don't you want to give marriage and love another try? Why don't you want to? No, 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 no. I'm living my best life. Shout out to XL Pro Services on the Cash app. He says, salute, Coach Gang. Thank you for being on the Cash app. Last one, Corey Davis with the coach. I love those. Corey Davis with the sponsorship, co-sponsorship. 36 years old, divorced, four kids with custody. Your message has been instrumental in my fresh start. Also, 100K plus earner, putting my son on game. Thanks, coach, for everything you do. Hashtag saving lives. And uh, congratulations for you. You got your life in order. You got custody of your kids, which it, it will slow you down a little bit, but you're doing your best that you can for your kids. If you have daughters, watch out for your daughters. By the time teenage years come around, um, it's going to be difficult. Teenagers are difficult anyway. You don't have to be as hands-on with your kids when they're that old. You just got to watch out for them. They have hormones kicking in. They start making uh, decisions, particularly the, just this generation has more excuses than a pregnant nun that they can reach to when they fail. They can start saying they're depressed and they want to hurt themselves or um, uh, they can start saying they can all reach for a bag of tricks that many weak adults will, in, instead of being an authority over them, they want to be their friend. And so when these kids start getting in trouble, they will start reaching to these excuses and they will, you will stunt their growth. All right. Kids need discipline in their lives. Unfortunately, They've handcuffed parents from being disciplined, from disciplining their kids. If you're not telling them, okay, go ahead. You're 14. Go ahead and get a tattoo. Okay. This is what we're doing. Oh, she wanted to get a tattoo. Let her get a tattoo. I actually had an adult tell me a therapist. Exactly that. Well, one of these days, your daughters want to want to get a tattoo. You know I mean? Just let them and explain why they, what? I mean, listen, if I can't tell them no, well, don't tell them no, because they'll go and go get it anyway. They're under my roof. No. <laughs> no. Now, if y'all ask one to get one, you'll be in these streets. It's simple. But when I was a coach, when I was a coach, we had a philosophy. Your team either runs you or you run your team. Your team runs you. Or you run your team. Same thing with kids. Your kids run you or you run your kids. It ain't going to be halfway and halfway. Kids are too manipulative. They know how to get over on parents. They know how to get over on parents. And especially if you have split home, meaning co-parenting or single mother or single father. Now it's divide and conquer. So you guys got to watch out for that. Kids are going to manipulate the situation, especially if you have two parents that don't talk. They're going to take advantage of you because they have more excuses than a nun. So for you, young brother, do not get into another relationship with another person. Do not have another kid. Uh, if you want to get a snip snip, go get a snip snip. Keep making your money. All right. Put your sons on game. Let them see it. Your sons will see it. Um, and then try to give them a little bit of advice. Don't sit there and be like, women this, women that. Don't, don't do that because then they'll go out and repeat that at their school and they'll get suspended. But just tell them, man, watch out for this type of behavior. If you see this, this is what it means. Um, because we live in a culture now that the young girls have a, they have a lot more authority and command over these young boys because these young boys, they horny. Somebody said, can your sons get earrings? No, no, you can't do it. When you're 18 and support yourself, you can do whatever you want. All right. 
you supporting yourself. You got your own job and all that. Do whatever you want. But what I, especially for young black kids, if your kids are somewhat back black or all the way black, you need to let them know that the world does already looks at you a little bit negatively. I can't change that. And I'm not going to march to change it. I don't give a damn. All right, look, I know this is the case. So be careful how you appear. If you want to sag your ass and put earrings in, a, in your ear and tattoos on your neck, be ready to face the consequences because <laughs> your ass is going to be in for it. You better be wrapping your ass off or gang banging or slanging cane on the corner. You better be, you better be, you better be getting money, son. If you do some stupid ish like that, you better be getting money. <laughs> If you ain't getting no money and you trying to get a job at Jiffy Lube, all right. You just handicapped yourself. And I also tell young women that, okay, if you want to run around here with bonnets and sandals on, get ready to be prejudged. You're trying to, you're trying to bring on the heat. Listen, I was young. I remember that. You're, but you, but you asking for it. I can do whatever I want. Okay. Yeah, you can, and I could I could basically look at your ass like a piece of trash, too. You choosing that. You're choosing it. You chose it. I mean, come on. But, but people, you shouldn't judge me, but I'm judging you. <laughs> but that's what I'm doing. You can't stop me from judging you. You run around with bonnets and slides with socks on. Judge, begin. All right, I'm going to judge your ass. <laughs> this is not fair. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care what you think is fair. I'm judging your ass. And then you're letting yourself be uh, put down to a lower standard. Why? Why do it? But I, look, your, it's your decision. Anyway, let's get into the show. Oh, by the way, yes, I am shuffling in right now. Let's go ahead and get some shuffling in before we get to I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? If your ass don't want to take a shower for four days and walk out here smelling musty, you're going to get judged. I can't tell you. I can't. I don't know what to tell you. All right. So this is the stuff that I tell my kids. Oh, man. Okay. All right. Listen, I'm just trying to warn your ass. Um, let's get to the main event. Ding, ding, ding. The main event. Now that we know these girls are in these streets as early as high school. Let's talk about this one right here. Let's talk about uh, Teen Sugar Baby. Teen Sugar Baby sued for $1.5 million by businessman ex-boyfriend. Ay, ay, ay. And here's the Sugar Baby in question. I can't tell if she's ling ling. I don't know what's going on here. What X shall I press? So this is the sugar baby in question. I don't know how you didn't see this coming. And a lot of girls are on Instagram trying to look like this. What is going on with this story? Are you kidding me? I wouldn't even, no, I wouldn't even see. I don't let these people come in. So this is what we call apex predators. Apex predators. People think that's an offensive term and it's not. Apex predator is actually complimentary towards people who are looking to get what they want in the animal kingdom, particularly uh, snakes are apex predators, tigers are apex predators, lions, bears, alligators, whatever industry you're in, whatever habitat you're in, if you're the apex predator, that means you're the dominant in making the kill and eating and surviving. 
So calling these people apex predators isn't a um isn't a diss, it's a description. And she is an apex predator. She gets what she wants. Uh, a businessman is suing his ex-girlfriend of 11 months, surprise, surprise, for allegedly lying about her age, exploiting him for financial gain, and threatening to destroy his life after he ended their relationship. There she is right there. I don't know how he didn't see this coming 10 miles away, but a lot of guys are goofy. The unnamed plaintiff, who is identified only as a 45-year-old senior director at NASDAQ Trading Company, is seeking at least $1.5 million in damages from 19-year-old Jessica Jehui Lee, an alleged sugar baby who reportedly posed as a professional at a consultancy firm. So I could focus on my career. 19. So again, a reference to previous story as to why I tell you these young girls are starting off young. Like 15, 16, 17. They're dipping into Tinder at 15, 16, 16 because they're curious. They can make a Tinder profile, guys. And they normally do with their Facebook. And then they'll have to lie about their Facebook age. And in order to be able to skirt. So you're swiping against many times high school girls. At least 17-year-olds are trying this. And they're already uh, exchanging messages with men of older age. And there was some goofball in my comment section. I've talked to women. They say they don't want older men. And then they'll say, I, every woman I've talked to said five years or, or more, uh, five years or less. All right, never listen to what women say, you goofball. What they say and what they do are two different things. What they say is what they're going to see. You're going to see in public. What they do in private is going to be absolutely different. They don't care about salami size as long as the wallet is big. All right. Oh, I don't care about salami size. Oh, a salami got to be eight, eight inches long. But if the wallet is a mile high, they'll jump on it. Come on, man. There's the apex predator there. Filing the case as John Doe, the man also sought an order of protection and police security in Illinois and Texas, where Lee is from, according to Mail Online. Ryan Jacobson, the plaintiff's lawyer, said that when the client discovered that she was a professional sugar baby, he decided to break up with her. Oh, man. When he decided to part ways, she became vindictive and sought to destroy his reputation amongst family members and friends and business associates, Jacobson noted. Why are you bringing them back to your home? Why are you bringing them, telling them what you do? Guys, if you're going to do this lifestyle of seeking arrangements and all of this, because it is the future. If you're going to do it, do not tell them a damn thing about you. But you simps will go on these apps and fall in love with these strippers and these amateur strippers at that. And then guess what? Then you tell them everything as if you're in a relationship with her and she belongs to these to the world. In these streets. She belongs to the community. They're not your girlfriends. If you have a younger woman, she's not your girlfriend. I don't care how old you are or how young you are, gentlemen. If a younger woman's with you, she's with you for one or two reasons, security and a wallet. So let that be the basis of the relationship. Fortunately, the law provides civil recourse and stiff criminal penalties against those like Mrs. Lee, who thinks she can hide behind the Internet to terrorize others from hundreds of miles away. Who likes girls like this? This is terrible.
Jacobson further said that uh, despite having been served the complaint, Lee has reportedly continued to harass his clients or his client. If your Instagram or seeking profile looks like this, I pass. I mean, nope. If your seeking profile or your Instagram looks like this, that is an immediate pass. I'm like, I'm out. This is called a um, this is called a professional. You got to know and recognize the signs of, of a professional right away. John Doe, who has been best described as a technology professional with over 20 years of consulting experience, reportedly supported the teen emotionally and financially by paying her car insurance, groceries, and treatments. And that's you. The man, guys, just pay them a fee. And that's you. A fee. I got money. Don't be paying no bills. Oh, my God. See, once you do that, you're in simp territory. Just pay the fee. Uh, the man told man, uh, the man told Mail Online that he met Lee while he was going through a divorce from his wife of 10 years and, quote, was in an emotionally vulnerable state at the time. Oh, my gosh. Everybody's got an excuse. So now you're saying she took advantage. Here it is. He also claims that he noticed Lee's mental instability after they broke up seven months later based on court documents. Again, vet. I have a one, a young woman who is kind of claiming the same thing. Oh, we are in an emotional situation. No, no, no. You got a fee and you bounce. I got money. We ain't got no damn emotional, but this is what's happening here because you're their income, guys. You're their income. Based on court documents, John Doe found that Lee was 19 years old, not 25, as she first claimed. Nineteen. Guys, you don't get this savvy at 19 by starting at 18. This is what I want to let you know. I'm going to start, say it again. Somebody said, you do not get this messed up by starting at 18 and only be 19. This means, like my previous story, they start earlier, 17, 16, into 18, 19, and a lot of young women are doing this. By the way, this is nothing new. If you study the stories of Little Kim, Foxy Brown, and many of the female rappers in the industry, many of them started and were discovered by some executives or male hip-hop artists when they were 15, 16, and 17. Let it be known. Many of them started stripping at 17. If you guys are, I know people are offended, but if you look at Stormy Daniels that got in all that trouble with Donald Trump, she admits when she was 17, she started stripping. So I know you want to be pissed at me, but this is nothing new. This is as old as time. This is what a lot of people are doing. You got to make sure you accept this and understand it. Do not fight me on this. Aaliyah, same thing, 14, and then they get thrown to the wolves, 15, 16, 17. By the time she gets 19 in 2021, they done been through a whole gamut of issues. And then you run up to them, oh, she's 35, it'll be okay. No, no, no. <laughs> Same thing, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, they start them early. They get indoctrinated, they become MK Ultra sex kittens. 
as our boy Chronicle of Judah, Judah will say. And they become this uh, black Dahlia, if you will. By the time they're 21, they've already been pushed and shoved out. I know people don't want to think about this, and it's sad because we're talking about women that are underage legally, but this goes on, man. So you got to be uh, conscious of it. And people will be like, you perverts, you talking about it. Well, look at the black, what was her name? Um, bad Barbie, bad baby. Already barely 19, and she's claiming she got $50 million on OnlyFans. You can't tell me she just waited till the day she turned 18 to get started. All right, no. She waited to open up her account, but before then, she was already on the show at 13 in these streets. In these streets. You make of it what you want to make of it. Doe further alleged that Lee had multiple aliases to engage in numerous, quote, for-profit relationships with other men in which she granted sexual favors for in exchange for jewelry, clothes, and expensive international trips. Yeah, she didn't start at 18. She'd been doing this for a minute. And she's only 19, allegedly, in these photos right here. Who is this stalker? After Doe ended his relationship with Lee in 2017, Lee began demanding financial support while threatening to expose him as a cheater and a grapist. Quote from her, you're, you're the same guy who effing raped, raped me. And is cheating on your wife. I'll make sure everyone knows. Lee said in a message to Doe back in October. So she's claiming she got great. Again, this is what you do have to understand about sugar babies and that. They will remove consent after the fact, after they've been paid. And this is how apex predator stuff they are. In order to survive, they will then blackmail you because you have family and friends that you're keeping the secret from. And you don't want to be made to look like a fool. So you continue to pay them as she um, as she gaslights you and uh, basically puts you in a position to keep paying them. Wow. This is on her Instagram. Anybody that wants stuff like this, they're not messing with me. Oh, I want I like the finer things in life. They'd be at South Coast Plaza window shopping, putting together a list so they can sell two pieces of piece leave. And then finesse your ass at the end of it. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in and that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out. So that's called extortion. And they're extorting you by uh, saying that they're going to do these things. But a lot of people do this. Even your ex-wife will do this to you. Uh, it says right here, quote from her. And I'll take care of my own car insurance, groceries, and treatments, but I'll make sure everyone you know and everyone in your whole friend group knows what kind of person you really are. You can go F yourself. You are nothing but a piece of S, same as every other guy. I, would, I wouldn't have done all of those things if I were you. So now she's threatening him. And this woman is 19. And she's already saying you're nothing but a piece of ash, same as every other guy. This is why I warn you, past age 28, they've been exhausted by the jerks. And we have no more time for them. So we really look for someone. <laughs> and that's you. They look for all the good men now. Because by 19, 20, 25, 26, many of them, not all, 
Many of them have been through it. Lee reportedly went on the full attack mode on social media and made a fake Instagram account pretending to be Doe after followers, wait, after following Doe's family members on Instagram, she then posted nude photos of him. Jesus, you let her take new, you sent nude pictures, guys, you guys are violators. She also humiliated him at his workplace by creating a fake LinkedIn account, then posting, quote, I hate my effing job. She then contacted Doe's estranged wife and revealed private information that she had known during their relationship. Annoyed by her annex, Doe's ex-wife also filed a separate complaint against Lee with the San Francisco Police Department. How did I know San Francisco? <laughs> Court documents also revealed that Lee even went to Doe's home and vandalized his car. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Everybody keeps saying you want you a Ling Ling. Oh. Dude, give them an alias. If you take them to your house, get them in and out. If you take them, take them to the Momo, take them to the hotel. If you want four-star, five-star, be on camera. Never let him know what you live and drive and all this stuff. Lee then punctured three of his four tires, used a sharp item to scratch all four quarters of all four quarter panels of the vehicle, inserted super glue into the locks, and spray painted swastikas in black on several panels of his car. Jeez. My goodness. This sounds like one crazy chick. It's like okay. <laughs> Jacobson said that the plaintiff's harbors of, re of reasonable wait, the plaintiff harbors of reasonable fear for his own personal safety and the safety of those around him in light of Lee's escalation, unpredictable and unexplainably vindictive behavior following a mere seven month dating relationship that simply did not work out. All for a piece of peace, Lee. Wow. The plaintiff's team is now demanding a jury trial by jury and damage for emotional distress. Lee, uh, they, they reached out to Lee for comment and we'll update accordingly. All right. All for a piece of peace, leave, huh? So this is what happens when you become a sugar daddy simp and you finance them. Guys, there's a difference between paying the fee and there's a difference between saying you're in a relationship with one of these young girls. I don't support being in a finance relationship with or emotional relationship with any of these girls they're professionals same thing happened to this man and we did a story about him timeshare mogul sues instagram model x over racy only fans photos so this dude who is a big time vegas timeshare mogul i just saw him in on ringside on um at the boxing match this weekend, he was ringside smoking a cigar. He had a cigar in his mouth, but it wasn't lit. I'm wondering why you got a cigar in your mouth. Guys, if you hold a cigar in your mouth, it's not very comfortable and it's not even tasty. So he got with the apex predator young woman. I believe she was under the age of 21. Financed her whole life. And then she ended up using his plane, his backyard, all of his stuff at his mansion. As. Only fan content. And when she wanted to break it off, he tried to sue her 
and get back a million dollars worth of gifts. Says right here, we did the story, so I'm not going to do the story all over again. Uh, Klobeck alleges that Gerzanski was so shameless that she once post, uh, posed topless in a yarmulke for his son's bar mitzvah. I've told you about bar mitzvah and occasionally got naked while his teenage daughter was in the house. Klobeck is also seeking to be reimbursed for more than $1.3 million worth of gifts and experiences he lavished on his ex, including more than 100 bikinis and pieces of lingerie that she, quote, used as props on her OnlyFans post, unquote. So there she is at some sort of thing in front of his, uh, on his property in Las Vegas. And she used his place as a backdrop for OnlyFans content. Guys, it is, it's a new day out here. It's a new day. And I just want to let you know, any woman that jumps on Seeking or OnlyFans or Instagram, and they're trying to do this, the reason they're trying to do this is because they hear stories like these two women. And they're like, wow, you can get older men to do this? return back to your normal space and continue to get finance. This is the motive of why they jump onto these places. And then they'll try it out. They'll try it out one, two, maybe three times. They'll get flown out. They'll get flown around. They'll get their back blown out. And then once they come back home, they'll play the little angel. Okay. And then they'll get tired of it. They might not be able to stomach it. And then they return back to the normal dating marketplace. But the problem is they start saying, I am the table and I know my worth. Why do they know their worth? Because they've already put a price on it. And if you can't measure up, and they're finding that a lot of men can't measure up, if they can't measure up, then they will call you dirty, dusty, you live with your mama, et cetera, et cetera, because they're used to, or they've been exposed to, a couple of men already paying them a monetary fee for their services. Now they're going to put that fee on the you as a normie and then try to finesse you, ultimately saying, I can do bad all by myself. Then they have an attitude with you. Okay, biggest turnoffs. Biggest turnoffs. Attitude. Um, what kind of attitude? You know, snobby, bitchy type. Give me an example. Like, if you're sitting there complaining about everything, okay. you know what I mean? That's just negative energy. Like, yeah. I mean, it, you complaining ain't gonna do me no good. Do you like girls? Of course. And I'm just like, bitchy me, attitude me, complain a lot, me. I guess I'm not his type. Yeah, they end up showing up like that in front of you. And you're like, how does she think she is the way she is? Well, they've already been exposed to this at a young age, so you got to be careful. One more note on this one that I have to share. Um, let me see something here. Let me look it up. Uh, let's see here. What is it here? Sugar baby? Sugar baby I'm talking about? Uh, you could end up marrying, marrying uh, women like this. Let me see here. Hold on for a second. I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta pull this up. But let's see, let's see, right here. Multimillionaire, age fifty-one, claims he's waiving his right to divorce when he married his fourth wife, age twenty-one, age twenty-one, after they met through his own sugar daddy website and found eternal love. All right, so this is their boy Brandon. All right, who got with a. Babe, a, a woman that he met on the Sugar Daddy app 
This is the guy who created Seeking Arrangement. And he basically is going to give her the world. All right, he's going to give her the world. He's waving his right to divorce from his father. She about to finesse the hell out of this dude. And he married a sugar baby. Unbelievable. Um, there's also a guy who was a millionaire surgeon who ended up finding out his wife was a sugar baby after, uh, let me see here, after he was going through the divorce. Let me see here. Sugar baby surgeon. So this is, any woman right now under the age of 30, under the age of 30, has a high likelihood that they participated in this uh, activity here. Let me see if I can find it. Mom of two makes $1 million as a sugar baby. All right, let me see if I can find it. I can't find it. But uh, you see his ass got divorced. Here he is right here. So here it is right here. Um, women have monetized themselves. They monetize themselves. Millionaire surgeon divorces beauty queen Regina Turner after discovering her secret double life as 700K escort. <laughs> so he was married to her. He was making like $3 million a year, but she was still in the streets. She was still. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. Look at this dude. Oh, I got a trophy wife. All right. I got a trophy wife. Yes, you do got a trophy wife. And she is in the streets. Wow. Wow. What about this one? woman 24 who's a millionaire sugar daddy funds her lifestyle says she doesn't work in McDonald's if she hadn't trans she wait she'd be working in McDonald's if she hadn't transferred herself with plastic surgery and says she feels bad for normal people who have to work damn why do I have to work I am sexy TikToker sexy TikToker claims she easily lives a six-figure lifestyle because of her looks let's take a look ay 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 good lord it's a pause She lives a six-figure life because of her looks. This is what. Oh, my. Hold on for a second. Damn. Gentlemen, I think we're done. As humanity, we're done. Uh, men, I, I don't know what <laughs> you guys are doing out here, but you've massively inflated these people's egos. Wow. See, gentlemen, we try to be over here holding this red pill. Here we go, right here. This is her. What is she talking about? Let me play it. Oh, shit. I got a damn advertisement. I want to hear what she's saying here. It's over, guys. It's it's over. It's over. Game over. Because you got normie women out here. You got normie women out here thinking that they got it like that. Here she is. Actually, really, really sad fact. I can't swim. I literally don't know how to swim. I got this big ass pool and can't swim. 
Like this was my day today. I went to Disneyland, Disney Park. This is my outfit. And the first thing I did was I got some popcorn to line up in line for the Haunted Mansion ride. I love this ride so much. Well, I just like anything like scary. And then I left, went to the Alice in Wonderland ride. It was all right. And then went to the Indiana Jones ride. Oh my gosh. I think I recorded this thing too fast. Anyways, um, I had a matcha drink with oat milk, sugar-free syrup. Went to this candy store. Um, Yeah, I didn't get anything because I don't think they had any vegan options. And then she's a vegan. And um, they had so much cute stuff. I wanted to get everything and then went to Settle Ranch. So um, the, the point is, guys, this is why, uh, again, Cold Approach is dead. A lot of these women know uh, Cold Approach is dead. You, you guys will some guys will look at her and be like, eh. and she's getting financed by simps. It's, it's dead. All right. Relationships are almost dying. Young women under 24 are completely monetized. Not all of them. But a lot of them know about the monetization or they at least were monetized at one particular point. If they are a social media star, which means they have over uh, 30 or 40 K followers, they're monetized. They're monetized. Never go on an Instagram page. And if she got more than 40,000 followers. I know girls who have 2000 followers and still have NBA NFL people in their inbox. <laughs> They still have it. And who cares? Nobody cares. So it's, they're going to run out of time and then they're going to be, and then they're going to be looking for you. Let's and get to these. That's you. Let's get to these super chats. Wow. There was something I was following an Instagram page and they were, I was looking at the comments. I was like, wow. Mm. DG Seymour says, blessing CGA. I assume all these XXXs have three or four dudes they are mating with. And he says, once a, only a fool assumes he is the only one. In this day and age, you're not the only one, gentlemen. I don't care how much he says you are the only one. You are not. There's no way. If she's on social media, there's no way you're the only one in the picture. I want you to literally find a woman, find a, a female friend, and um, ask her to look at her DMs. Be like, look, just share. I just want to know. I want to know. Ask her to look at her DMs. You're going to be shocked. You're going to be like, what? This is what you're in for. And it don't matter if she's ugly, fat, slim, 16, 19, 36. It don't matter. Black, white, Puerto Rican, or Asian. It doesn't matter. Now, she might say these guys is no big deal. I don't really care about these guys. It doesn't matter. But. It does matter. Harold Legermy says, a bunch of us tagged you in a comment on Uncle Earl's mural. You need to make that a part of your show. All right. I got money. <laughs> got to take it. I got to check it out. I know a woman now. She's 30. I've known her since she was 22. And um, she's got all kind of professional WWE wrestlers, um, L.A. Chargers, L.A. Lakers, Clippers. She barely got, she got a $2,000, $2,000 follower Instagram on private. (laughs) It's on private. And she got these dudes that reach out. She don't even, I mean, she's on Instagram. She probably would love to be an Instagram star, but she ain't even an Instagram star. And, and people be in her DMs. I'm like, sheesh. And Kevin Durant be on the prowl. Yeah, if Kevin Durant 
finder page, he be he gonna be in the DMs. It's gonna be difficult for you. Uh, Simon Small, thank you for being here again. Recos, Recos, shout out to you for becoming a member. Speaking my mind is back. Gregory Hardaway, what's up, coach? Just left Denver and had some prime junior college tacos for shekels. Denver has the best Megans and Kayleys. I would not disagree with that. If you want to get into Kayleyville and Megans, they got a lot of universities over there in Denver, Denver in downtown Denver. So you got Uni- uh, Denver University, you got Metro State, you have Regis that is relatively close, which is a small private school. Then up the road, in um up the road, you have uh CU, Colorado, University of Colorado. And then way up up there in Fort Collins, you got Colorado State University. So in that little area in Denver, you do have a lot going on there. All right. And Denver been ran through more times than the Holland Tunnel. Them girls been ran through more times than the Holland Tunnel because you can't really get out of Denver that easy. Um, so anyway, where are we at? Shout out to Jet 2. I took a 20-year-old 304 out. And she has a four-year-old. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's the other thing about um, the other thing about uh, dating women that are in their 20s. I had another girl, yeah, I, seeking girl. And then all of a sudden, she said she had a, a, a kid. And I was like, what? The girl was like 26. I was like, what? Found out she was a single mom. But the sad part is she didn't even have custody of her kid. I was like, wait, then that's a super-duper red flag. Hey, a red flag, I want you guys to listen. A red flag is when a woman does not have custody of her kid. It's a red flag to already be a single mom. Like they were unwed. Let's just call it unwed mother. And then she doesn't have custody of the kid. You need to be. Run. Don't walk. Run. (laughs) just that is a super duper red flag no custody even oh my gosh but they got the best peace leave though (laughs) it's a mess robert uh robertson teredo men need soap and water to look good women need an entire department store yeah it's it's crazy but it is what it is i don't really complain about it but i know now i'm not mesmerized by that made-up face look you know that makeup face I'm not mesmerized by that. People will be like, oh, she's so hot. And then you see their face with all that makeup on. Like, this girl kind of has the makeup face right here. This one is a red flag. I know young men don't see it yet. But women that have this makeup face like this, like, if your face looks like that and your hair looks like, I'm out, bro. I'm out. I'm like, no. You could tell they put the contouring on and they put the little, you know, this dab and that, and they went extra. This to me is a turn off. And their face is like way darker shade than their hands. Look at this. Her face is orangish and her hand is white. You can see the knuckles all red. And then you got the hell no liquid foundation. That is a no cake face. Your face looks like a cake. You order at the, uh, nah. That's a turnoff, but you guys fall for it. Coach, she fine. Okay, then then when you look at her without the makeup, this is what she looked like. Where is she at? 
it becomes apparent that she don't look like that. Like, this is what she looked like, really, without all of that. When they got the extra eyelashes and the... This looks... This is too much for me. It don't take all that. I know what's under that face. I know what's under that face. Something that I probably don't want to see. Or something that you're hiding. And then the eyelashes look like they... They don't even look like eyelashes. They just look like a upside-down Nike swoosh. But I don't fall for stuff like that. As soon as I see it, even if I see it on Instagram, it's an immediate no. Uh, Black Prince, coach. He says, chill, coach. I'm dead over here. Hey, man, I got to bring them jokes. Shout out to you. Uh, We got some more. Billy Kid says, let me along lay. Let her lay as we lay. Ooh. We have to worry about tomorrow as we lay. Yeah, Nick, let. Nia Long Lay. Alexander Ruffin, coach, I finally getting my older brother to check you out after a year of telling him about you. I also told him to watch Divorce Corp. And he says he's watching it right now. He's in for a real treat. Uh, watch the movie Divorce Corp. It is free here on YouTube. It is actually a homework for you guys. It's mandatory assignment. <laughs> Divorce Corp. For you hope strategists out here. Barry Berg's not walking through that door, fans. Kevin McHale's not walking through that door. And Robert Parrish is not walking through that door. And if you expect them to walk through the door, they're going to be gray and old. So this is the movie Divorce Corp. You can get it here on YouTube. One hour, 31 minutes. You're going to see the marriage industrial complex laid out right in front of you. What you have to look for if you get divorced. Now, remember, 70% of you will deal with a divorce situation. Listen to what I'm saying. Not 70% of you will get divorced, which an argument can be made over the pro over the time of four decades. 70% of you will get divorced. However, just because you don't get divorced doesn't mean you won't deal with a divorce attorney. Some people go and file for the divorce, and sometimes they retract it. Or sometimes divorce is put out on the table and you might have to go get a counsel for divorce court and then you find out what you're about to lose and then you say, well, it's just cheaper to keep her. And then you stay married and then you stay in a subservient relationship. So it doesn't mean just because you don't get divorced doesn't mean you're not going to deal with divorce attorney. You're going to deal with one at some particular point and you might tuck tail or you might say F it and nuke the whole thing. Once you do, you're going to lose. So watch that movie. You're going to see what marriage is all about. Das Token, the funny thing about Kanye is that we all knew this would happen. He's a genius, but he has a terrible taste in women. As most of us do. As most of us do. And this is why we get into trouble all the time. Uh, Kanye is now the poster child of the divorced father. And unfortunately, you're going to see Kanye deal with this for the next decade of his life. The next decade of his life. I think, what is the youngest child? Four? So for the next 15 years, he's got to deal with BS from his ex. And he volunteered for this service, ladies and gentlemen. He did it on his own. The actual King Smith, fellas, what CGA said about the narrative changing is real. I almost lost my head the first time my ex said, I didn't make you marry me. But she was the one giving me major pressure. Don't fall for it. So this is the accountability. 
you asked me to marry you. I didn't ask you. This is what they'll say. Now, in our culture, we know men are the ones that are supposed to propose. If we left it up to women to propose, they will never do it. But by that, by you asking them, she's going to say it was you that decided to marry. Prior to you asking her, she kept constantly saying, when are we going to get married? And I don't want to waste time and I want to have kids, but I got to have a ring. They they put that pressure on you. You get down on bending knee, which means you took accountability for it. Well, you marry me. I didn't ask you to marry me. <laughs> Guys, my ex-wife even said that once or twice. Well, you the one messed up. You don't want to marry me. That should have been my first damn clue. That should have been my first clue. She, that was said early in my marriage. Well, you don't want messed up. You don't want to marry me. You don't want to ask me. I should have known then that this is going to be, <laughs> it's always going to be your fault. And there's some women in here. Yep, that's how it works. I didn't ask you. You asked me. You're like, holy shit. That's when you know you're in trouble. Yeah, that's the ultimate plausible deniability. And at the actual King Smith is dealt with it. They say that. I didn't make you marry me. You're like, wait a minute. Explain that again. Explain the logic. Ladies, is there a woman in the house? Explain this logic. Explain that. <laughs> Explain that one to me. Well, you don't want to ask me. Hey, sometimes you're not dealing with an adult. You're not dealing with it. Any people that pull this, and I'm going to tell you, a lot of them are going to pull this. Not all of them. A lot of them are going to pull this. And they're going to blame your ass for burying them and knocking them up. As if they didn't participate in it. <laughs> You're like, oh, shit. Um, somebody explain. Is, this a, is there a lady in the house? Explain this. Put, go ahead and I'll even let you explain it without super chatting. Go ahead. Now, give me one. Don't say not all women do this. That's not an explanation. There's women out here doing this. So let's not even do explain this. Please, please give me, you can type however many messages you want. Explain that, please. Nobody in here. Crickets. <laughs> Where are they at? The ladies, I know you're watching me. There can't be all, this is not a sausage fest in there. There's ladies watching me. Explain it. You can't do it. You can't do it. It's foolishness. Yeah, it's called zero accountability. They, yeah, they're going to always wriggle their way out of it. Yeah, crickets. Shout out to Das Tokens. He says, even my Mexican dad was telling me to enjoy being single. His son is my best friend from high school. All his kids have kids. <laughs> Goodness. Stay single, man. I know you guys want to roll the dice, but it is a show out here. The AB Network guy, Coach, I couldn't have braids, earrings, or tattoos. Forget about my pants sagging. Grandpa and dad were always in suits. I rebelled with the hair when I went to college. So um, a lot of people will say, your daughters are going to rebel. Your sons are going to rebel. Of course, listen, that's part of being a teenager going into a young adulthood. At some point, whatever your parents say don't do, you're going to probably want to do. All right, but it's on you. It's on you. When you're an adult and you get prejudged or you get drive-by shot at and missed because you start embracing the gang lifestyle and you're trying to explore your new independence, go ahead. But I 
I am shocked at the amount of people who claim to be professional therapists and whatnot to be saying, uh, let your kids have tattoos. Let your kids, uh, they're going to do it anyway when they rebel. Okay, but you're not going to be getting support from me either. I ain't trying to handcuff you. I'm not trying to keep you locked in a closet. However, if you ask one to get a tattoo on your neck, you are no longer my child. And you're under age of supporting yourself. You ain't my kid. All right. I'm not supporting that bullshit. But there are people that are counseling parents to do crazy shit like this. Let them do drugs. Let them gang bang. Let them put tattoos. Let them sell drugs. <laughs> Let them be hoes. You're just like, oh, shit. I literally had a professional person in psychology tell me some shit like this. I was like, where are we going? So again, they're not letting you, for people who want kids, this is why I do what I do. If you want kids, as a father, you're handcuffed. You're handcuffed. I mean, it is in our world today, with the amount of teachers who pander to kids, um, with the amount of people in the so-called health, mental health professions, they are not telling kids, hey, do as your parents tell you. The amount of people, church pastors, they're not telling your kids, do as your parents tell you, respect your elders. That's all gone. And forget about it. The, the mothers in many of these situations are trying to be the kid's best friend. They're trying to be the kid's best friend. So behind your back, they're, they're, they're bigging your kids up. Yeah, go out and rebel. <laughs> I'll be out here rebelling with you too. Because they want to be the kid's best friend, the mamas, the mamas. They want to go out here and shake ass on TikTok with their daughters. They want to go out here and groom your son's friends, a la Jada Pinkett. They want to go out there and hang out with the young boys on the swimming team, the water polo team, the basketball team, the football team. Guys, I showed you this happened. And when and I showed you several examples of this. And then when yo homeboy smash your moms you got to go ahead and take that l it's happening right now they're grooming young young men young young boys and we call them young men here because they're young adolescents they're young men they're grooming the, the moms are grooming the young men and getting into relationships we showed you i showed you numerous examples of that so young women aren't putting restraints on young sorry Older women aren't putting restraints on young women. They're joining them. They want to be buddies with them. They want to take pictures and say, can you guess which one's the mother and the daughter? See, the mother looks as good and as young as the daughter. So they're in competition. So the mothers aren't parenting. And then when you come in and you be the strong arm, oh, come on, don't be so, don't be like that. Don't be so old-fashioned. Go out there and let your daughter be. In these streets. Go ahead and let your son gang bang and put tattoos on his neck. And you're like, wow, especially the minorities. Because you guys are the weakest, most divided homes there is. So when they tell your kids to go out there and do this. Then it sets up another generation that are going to have to deal with racism and prejudice. And white supremacy. And then when your son can't get no job because he got a tattoo on his face. Then you're going to say it's white supremacy. 
when the white parents didn't let their kids do that? <laughs> How come he can't get no job at Wall Street? He's smart. Don't judge him by the big music tattoo on his face. He wanted to be a rapper when he was younger. Now he's not a rapper and he needs a job in Wall Street and he's got a degree too. So don't prejudge him. Too bad. <laughs> too bad. No father was there to stop him. Even if the father was there to stop him, you probably went in a divided home and he and then you wanted to because you wanted to be your friends. You wanted to be friends with your son and friends with your son's friends. You didn't stop him. By the way, ladies, women have raised, in, especially in the community, women have raised solely these men for 30 years. Women have raised these men for 30 freaking years. And then they want to say, what happened? Where did all the men go? Now, somebody said I'm on my Bill Cosby. I'm not on my Bill Cosby. What I tell you is, if you want to do stuff like this, do it on your own and make your own money. If you don't, I don't want to hear shit. I don't want to hear shit about, oh, I didn't have a chance. No, your parents set you up for failure. Not only did your parents set you up for failure, all of these women that come from these liberal arts colleges that go teach in the hood and they want to be the next dangerous minds. They want to be the next Michelle Pfeiffer. And they go in there and tell all these ghetto kids, ah, you don't have to listen. You're progressive and you can identify as what you want. And then you get out here in the real world and you get your ass handed to you on a platter. And all these libtards can't do anything to save you because they ain't got no real power unless you vote and do Biden. All right. Now you're in trouble. Now you got to live the rest of your life out. <laughs> you do you. Yeah, the gangster paradise. And you got all these liberal white women that want to go in there and be heroes and they take advantage of your kids. And they go to your school and then they indoctrinate you. Identify as who you want. Be who you are. Be free. Do whatever. Don't listen to your daddy. Stop the patriarchy. And then they got your girl out there looking crazy. And they got your son out here. He's sashaying and shantaying. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. They got everybody out here trying to be rappers. I can't pronounce this. Shout out to Lob saying he's a member today. The dictator says, ha ha, coach refuses to lie. My ex-sister-in-law hit me up looking for my ex. I said, call the streets. You know, he says, you know, that's who she belongs to now. Wow. In these streets. They are in these streets. Guys, they having fun. And I say, have fun with them. But keep them at a distance. Sean Mason in the building. Shout out to Sean Mason. And RN says, Tupac said it on Scandalous. A girl can be 15 getting a 35-year-old man for everything. That's a conversation people don't want to have. You don't want to have this conversation. If you really know how the amount of young girls that are so-called underage that are doing this stuff. Y'all don't, don't want to know this. And, and some of these rappers, and I'm not going to snitch on names. I'm not going to call names out. Some of the songs that you've heard on their music was probably in reference to behavior of women under 18 that they've been involved with. 
So when you hear them call them bees and hoes and not all women are bees and hoes and you're thinking they're talking about some 22 year old, 25 year old woman they're dealing with. You can look this up on your own and do enough digging. In rock and hip hop, oftentimes they're talking about women 18 and under and it is what it is. I I, I don't want to talk about it because then I will have to name names and I'm not here for that and I don't want no smoke, but there's, it's documented. It's documented. And none of them got in trouble or arrested. They paid and made the case go away. But when you go to nightclubs and bars, you're not seeing 25-year-old women losing it for rappers. It's oftentimes it's going to be 21 and below. That women that will go. Remember Jay-Z? Remember Jay-Z had that movie about the backstage tour of the Hard Not Life tour? Anybody remember that? The Hard Knock Life Tour. So the Hard Knock Life Tour featured some backstage videos of girls in bathroom stalls. They ready to get it on with rappers and R&B singers. Those weren't, those weren't older women. When I say older women, I'm saying 25 and up. Those weren't older women. They were. Same thing as uh, Girls Gone Wild. There weren't women in their late 20s. These were, girl, these were girls 18, barely 18. 19, 20, all 21 and under, fake IDs. I went, I, I used to, when I went, when I was in the club, going to clubs when I was 25, oftentimes I would approach a woman, a young woman, and they'd be at the table looking slightly uncomfortable, but you approach them and they were always kind of just like, you know, they, it, I remember there was a sense of them not being completely comfortable. And over time, I start thinking, I said, these women are underage, meaning they're under 21. That would be underage. Because when you approach them, they were kind of just, you know, they would just be sitting up, huddled together. <laughs> I'm like, these people got in with a fake ID. I used to tell my friends, I was like, they, they not under, they're not over 21. They're under 21. Just the way they're acting. You know what I mean? It was just kind of like. They were trying to act like they belong, but they weren't there exactly there. Most women have a ID, a fake ID, especially in their college. Most women have a fake ID, meaning they're under 21 and they could be as young as 17. So be careful. Be careful. I'm trying to hit you up on game. I'm not giving you a permission slip. And many girls that are on these seeking sites and dating apps, and especially when you, they're under 21 for sure, many times under 18. Be careful. You know, be careful. And people are like, no, no, no. Okay, explain the Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> okay, please explain that. If you haven't watched that video, go look at the Epstein video on Netflix. It's on Netflix. They basically told you he was meeting girls from the other side of the track, which were in high school. And them girls went and recruited other high school girls <laughs> with no problem. It wasn't even a problem. They were the girls were going out there. Hey, four hundred dollars. You can go massage this old girl. And they was running. And you say, how did that happen? How did they open themselves up to that? Where were the parents? There's too many questions. Watch the video. It wasn't him. That, I mean, of course, he preyed on them. 
and preyed on vulnerable young girls from the other side of the tracks, but they ran over there to him. He didn't show up at the high school. The girls went back to the high school and told the other girls, and they ran over there to him. Explain it. Well, the explanation is some of these young girls are looking for opportunities like that. I just shared you the story about the young man that had the two high school girls in the hotel room. Explain it. Don't be mad at me. Explain it. The explanation is you got to watch out for girls these age. You got to know that they're dipping their toe into that culture. You got to know some of them are going full fledged into that culture. Some of them are chasing 250 and 400 bucks. They're looking for opportunities. Not all girls are rich in their good. Many girls are struggling financially, so are their parents. So they're reaching for these. You got to know that it's happening and you got to be careful. I'm not giving you a permission slip. It is what it is. So by the time uh, some of the parents are pimping out the kids too, yes. Sometimes the parents do this. Look at the Aaliyah situation. Look at all of these other situations where you find out, oh, the parents pushed the kid over there. Same thing with the Michael Jackson. The parents were bringing the kids over there. It's a real, real nasty time, but not that it's any different from any other time. Anyway, people are always trying to be pushing on me. No, it's you. No, it ain't me. It's happening. JTJ, according to the CDC data track for this year, STDs are up 260%. USA Today, April 27, 2022, doctors say something's got to change. It's over no poking. The STDs are what? <laughs> That's going to be a no. But again, this is the roaring 20s. After the Spanish flu, when people got out free, remember, we predicted this. I said, as soon as people get free again, they're going to be fornicating like crazy. And here we are. Natural Brill, coach, if a man is going to date or marry a woman, he should be cool enough to maintain an and an open relationship. Is that a question? This is why I don't commit because people are pushing for polyamory and open relationships. But guys, open relationships don't favor you. More than likely, it doesn't favor you. So I don't, I don't agree with open relationships per se. Because open relationships are sticky. And um, if you have, let's say, for instance, you both have rules of open relationships. She's going to run all over them rules. All right, if the right guy comes around and you can't keep up with her, it's going to open up jealousy on both parts. So I just maintain being free and noncommittal. Open relationships are going to be dirty. As a matter of fact, she can be jealous of you and your mate if you have a good open relationship, but then she's still out here doing what she do. It's, it's going to open up a, it's going to be female nature on steroids. Neither of you will come out Good on the end. Just the open relationships is, is, is for men is a no-go. I think you're going to end up losing. You're going to end up losing on that one. I don't advise open relationships. They're too messy. I just say just stay free. All right. Um, KT King, he says two red flags, a single mother who has supervised visits and a single mother with a weed addiction Weed is a mind-altering drug uh, due to the THC content in it. All right, now you pissing people off. Shout out to you, KT King. New world, new world the weed heads. No, it ain't. It ain't addicting. 
But yeah, if she has supervised visits or no custody, um, or yeah, weed addiction typically will lead to either she spends too much of her money on it or she's getting it for free from the guy who's selling it, which is, you don't want that. You don't want that either. Young entrepreneur. I have a psychology degree from the University of Phoenix. Uh, overweight and a failure in life. Listen to me because this makes me more qualified than you. Mm. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, 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 no. I got to really, I will hold the mental health profession accountable. I know people don't want to hear it, but I want to hold them accountable uh, for some of the things that they do. Not all, but some of these people are are panderers enablers they allow parents to be enablers they allow parents to be weak they put parents in a bad position they divide families further um they allow themselves to be influenced by vindictive single mothers they are unethical at many times meaning they'll take private counseling they'll have uh they'll have a conflict of interest in which then they'll um they'll counsel the mother because the mother got time and then they'll let they'll also counsel the child or they'll they'll provide information to one parent and not the other. They'll allow one parent to say, "Oh, this parent over here is the bad person," and then they'll, "Yo, man, that that profession, man, needs some accountability. They they need to be held accountable because they haven't improved situations. They might have saved somebody's life, which is that's that's fine. But people don't challenge them, and things in positions that can't be challenged should be held in question. You should be questioning them. Wait a minute, I can't challenge them." All of the professions are good. All of the professionals there are good. There's no people. Guys, just look up. Hold on for a second. I'm going to just look this up for you. Um, I'm going to put, put this up. I looked this up one time because you know me. I'm inquisitive. Let me see here. Many counselors participate in abuse of their clients sexually. I looked this up and I was like, mental health counselor, therapist, sex abuse, man, bruh. It was article after article after article, counseling survivors, secular abuse, here, blah, blah, sexual assault, abuse. Hold on for a second. Um, hold on for a second. Let me pull this down. I'm going to pull it up and I'm going to say arrested. Now I'm not saying all, but here you go right here. Story after story, Boulder counselor accused of abusing clients, Phil, uh, former Iowa therapist arrested about a sexual relationship. Here's the bolder one, bolder one. Uh, Brevard County mental health counselor arrested for not uh, not reporting alleged abuse. Former substance abuse counselor arrested for assault. Psychotherapist arrested for sexual misconduct. That's bolder again. Mental health counselor at YDC arrested. Mental health counselor charged with having sexual blah, blah, blah. Bruh, it's everywhere. So if you can't, here we go. Middle of YDC mental health abuse charge here. Therapist charged for molesting juvenile patient. Um, sexual exploitation by therapist, former BYU professional charged with um, sexually abusing students. Where you go here? Carcelo charged with sexually abusing teenage student. Calais, sex school, a school employee charged with sexually assaulting, blah, 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 mental health. Come on, man. Come on. It's not a perfect field and people keep pushing you over there. And then when you challenge it, oh, no, that's not true, bro. <laughs> it's just it's, it, they have the they have the good and the bad, too. And so you got to be careful. 
That's just the sexual abuse. What about the abuse of the health insurance and all of that? If you pull all of that up, you'll be mesmerized at the amount of them are arrested for uh, fraud. You see here. Here it is right here. I just put mental health arrested fraud. Two from behavioral health center arrested. Medicare fraud. Nine therapists arrested in scheme to defraud program. This is health and mental hygiene right here. Medicaid fraud center unit arrested man impersonating as a mental health therapist. Former mental health therapist arrested for Medicaid fraud. Medicaid providers arrested for defrauding Medicaid. Uh, owner of mental health agency in Searcy arrested for Medicaid fraud. Women charged for with Medicaid fraud. She was a mental health lawyer. White county woman arrested in Medicaid fraud. All right. This was a mental health agency right here. Judicini or whatever mental health agency owner accused of nearly, uh, what does it say? Uh, uh, defrauding 20K in Medicaid fraud. Come on, man. I know people don't want to hear me, but I, I'm one that wants to question things. Mental health counselor arrested for fraud charge, charges after. This is a different one. After frauding and charging, after billing Medicaid $200,000. This is this is who you listen to for life advice. <laughs> Shit. It ain't it ain't perfect. And it needs to be people need to look at it and go, well, because soon as you challenge it, no, no, no. It's here. And it ain't that hard to find. And these are people that you're putting you your hands into and your kids' hands into. Be careful. It's not that hard to look up. So it can be challenged. All right, shout out to you. I'm just letting you know. I, I, I'm just letting you know, man. It's a, it's a cold, cold world out here. All right, Gregory Hardaway. It is impossible. He said it is possible to be a successful part-time trainer. Is it possible to be a successful part-time trainer? If so, would you be willing to give me pointers for a fee? Been meaning to ask you. It depends, but hit me up on Clarity. All right, we can figure that out. We can figure out either do it by message or phone call. It's going to be problematic because a lot of times your clients are going to be available at times that you're at work. So it's going to be difficult, but I know some part-time trainers. Moose Hepner, Colorado State listed as top school for seeking. Yep, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Colorado State's up there for seeking arrangements, up there in Fort Collins. With Division Production, the easy way is the very hard way in disguise. Do the work or take accountability for your choices and prepare to suffer the consequences. The consequences are always going to be ever-present. But what we do with consequences today is we pass the buck. How many times have you heard people not be accountable for their actions. Even myself, I'm accountable for many of my actions. I say I was the one that chose to get married, even though I knew it was going to go left. I was the one that challenged the divorce and then made it so that then she had to go ahead and trump me. So many of the things that I've dealt with from my ex and my children is by my choice. Because what I could have did was this. And just said, let them call me a deadbeat. 
But what I did was said, hell no, I'm going to fight for my kids. I'm going to fight the court. I'm going to fight the system. I'm going to fight the system. Guess what happened? They end up calling me a deadbeat. I could have just ditched the whole thing, paid my money, and then let them just call me a deadbeat on Facebook all the day and say my left and I didn't care for the kids and I could have let them play that card. But I brought this on myself. <laughs> now, I was too much of a father. Says psychology and mental health professional. <laughs> you fathered too much. I could have just left and let them dismiss. I've flown myself. He was over. He left me. He didn't tell me. He didn't. <laughs> so that's a that's a consequence. I accept the consequences. Hey guys, you have a choice. You could either stay in your kid's life and fight and be called a deadbeat, or you can leave. You can leave and be called a deadbeat. Which one do you want? It's all about what you want. But you a deadbeat. <laughs> you're going to be a deadbeat. You're going to be a bad father. You're going to be an over father. You're going to be LeVar Ball. Oh, what kind of father is he? He's not a good father, but he's LeVar Ball. He's did, he's produced what he did, and now he's still a bad daddy because he's overfathering. <laughs> like, what, what, which one do you want? You're a bad father or a deadbeat father. That's how it's going to turn out. For you Disneyland-ass daddies, <laughs> yeah. you post on Facebook-ass daddy, all right? You ever see these guys on Facebook? I was one of these people. You're posting how good of a father you are. Everybody, you're such a good father. That shit turns left real quick, all right? You can't keep up the charade. Every time you do something little, you're going to take your kids to the barbershop, post it on Facebook. You take your kids to the amusement park, post it on Facebook. You coach your team football, your kids' football team, post it on Facebook. Guess what happens in the end? They're going to find a way to sabotage all of that shit. They're going to find a way your kids, I hate it every time we went to Disneyland. I hate it every time. Or they they don't even remember it. <laughs> you did it all when they were six, seven, and eight. All right, now they're 19. They don't remember none of that shit. All they got is pictures. They're like, oh, shit, I remember you took me to Disneyland. I don't even remember that. I don't even remember it. What have you done for me lately? Ooh, yeah. They like, hey, look, you didn't give me the PlayStation 5. Hell with all them Disneyland pictures. Anyway, even Barack Obama's wife or husband, I can't remember which one it is. Barack Obama's wife, is it the wife or the husband? Even she went in and dissed the Disneyland dad. That's when you know the game is rigged. Even Barack Obama's husband, I mean wife, this Disneyland dads. What's her name? Michelle? Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama. Disneyland dad, Disneyland dad. That's when you know the system has got you jacked the hell up. You like what? 
even here it is right here. Oh no, where's she at? She was like, oh, the weekend Disneyland dad. And tried to diss them. Where's she at here? Oh, I can't find it. You know they didn't scrubbed it off the internet. Oh, here it is. I got it right here for people who don't want to know or people who want to be in the know. Here she is right here. America is like a teenager. We are a teenager. We talked about this. And, like and, a teenager our, and country. we're confused because our body is changing. We're changing all over the place. And we're, we're, we, we come from a broken family. We're a teenager. We're, you know, we're a little unsettled and, you know, uh, you know, having good parents, you know, is tough. You know, sometimes you spend weekends with divorced dad and that feels like it's fun, but then you get sick. That's what America's going through. We're kind of living with divorced dad right now. <laughs> Jesus. Even when you get divorced, great, the kingdom come, and you get weekend custody, and you do your best for weekend custody to show your kids a good time, you still catch an L. How am I catching an L, and y'all literally keeping me to weekends every other weekend? What am I supposed to do? And she's like, and when you get sick on weekend custody of your dad now what the dad can't he's so incompetent incompetent he doesn't know what to do this is the world we live in john ag truth spoken daily all right i know it's a painful truth i know people are here do i have the disclaimer up let me put it back up i know this is hard truth Yes, it's one-sided, but the world needs this conversation. Because if I continue to pander the way the world's pandering right now, it's not going to work. I'm just going to tell you, look at the Generation Z and give yourself an applause. Overwhelmingly, fathers have not been raising these kids. All right, so I don't want to hear ish. Overwhelmingly, the divorce, these were divorced parents that raised these kids, co-parent people or single parents, mostly single mothers. And take a look at what we produced. John James Montoya, what's up, coach? My bad, I ain't super chatted in a minute. Here's some backlog tuition. Hit me with the Jack Shack Judy, aka my peace leave is an ATM. All right, shout out to Jack Shack Judy. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs, and I just I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in, and that's it. And put the pin number, and boom, money just comes right out. Man. What a world we live in. Harold L. says, purchase two sets of F.A. Free Agent Lifestyle sweatsuits, black and the blue. All right, man. Shout out to you. They should be shipping into this week or early next week. So be ready for that. Thank you, sir, for supporting. You can get that in the Etsy store. Links are in the description box below. Chris Johnson got my son trying on daughter. Got my son trying on daughter. Joint legal so far. I'm not sure. Oh, wait. Oh, you got, I was like, what, what's going on here? I, you got your son and you're trying to get your daughter joint legal so far. So you're in some sort of um, limited custody. Um, limited custody is a disaster for fathers, right? You're not really seeing your kids grow up. So it's going to be tough for you, but at least you have joint legal, right? 
So people have to understand the difference between legal and physical custody. Many times the mother has no problem giving you legal custody. If she has more physical custody than you, you're going to miss a lot of the legal decisions anyway, unless you're really active in asking her questions, right? So a legal decision would be whether the child gets braces, uh, what school they attend, um, if they get any vaccines related to like any vaccine, not just the poke, but any one of them. Uh, most times the mother will have put herself in charge to make these visits to doctors or therapists or picking schools. If you have limited custody, you're not going to be around to see these things and you're just going to pass the buck on to her. Okay, whatever. Because these decisions of legal issues come across very often and they may not give you time to discuss it with the father. Like say, for instance, your mother, the mother takes the kid to a doctor's appointment and they say, you need the HPV poke. You need the C-19 poke. You need the, and then they give you a list of pokes that the kids need. The doctor might not say, hey, um, did you ask the father of this kid whether the kid could get the poke? They may not ask. They may, the mother might just say, yeah, give the kid all these pokes. Well, you can legally say, I did not authorize the, doc the doctor to do this. Or you could tell the mother, ask me before you do anything with the kids. That's your legal right as a parent. So the mother just doesn't get authority just to do what she wants. But a lot of men aren't that present in their kid's life. So if you have some sort of partial custody, the mother might just run, you know, run with any legal decision. But if you have somewhere close to legal uh, and physical custody, then the mother has to ask. Then she has limited time to take them to all these things. An appointment might come up on your custodial day. And then which you then say, wait, wait a minute, what is this going on? And what doctor wants to do what, when, where, and why? So you got to start taking your legal custody a little bit seriously because they do have long-term consequences on you as a father. They can't just sign them up for some counseling program without you. Counselors should not be doing anything like that without your consent especially when you're going to be financially responsible for it. So you got to have your, that's your legal authority to say yes or no. If it's your children, but people don't respect the father's right. They don't respect the father's right for physical custody, neither legal custody. So they'll run all over you. And a lot of times I have to say, sometimes it's better to just let them do whatever the hell they want to do anyway. Uh, finding it is just going to cause problems. But if you really care for your kids, you can fight. I'm just telling you, you're going to take an L if you fight. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's got to be that important to you. She's going to make it complicated for you if you fight. Because she's most of the time an NPC, right? She's plugged in. She'll do whatever anybody tells her to do. Then if you disagree with it, you're the evil one. Wait a minute. Whoa, hold on for a second. We're going to do what? No, 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 no. Then she'll make you feel guilty for doing it. You don't do it. They're gonna be this, and they're gonna hurt themselves. And blah, blah. look, man, kids gonna be all right. Kids gonna be all right. You're overreacting. You're actually playing into the kids' hands by overreacting. Just relax. This is my job to actually bring things back down to reality. Everything will be okay. But what if what? Everything will be okay. You're actually letting the kids shop between you and divide us. Relax. Let's act on one accord here.
is this necessary? You know what I mean? But this is what you have to do. Rodrigo Da Silva, coach, I work as a data scientist and I could do some work on your data across social media platforms to boost and highlight your work. Interested. Did you try to console, contact me on this one before? I can't remember. I think you did. Um, you know, I always try to find time for stuff like this. I need to have an assistant to run through these things because I can't micromanage stuff like that. Um, but um, at some point, we'll look at it. Keep emailing me. Ricky V, the mind is the most complex and the least known part of the human body. So most of these mental ex health experts can't really be experts. They cannot. I, I mean, I swear. I mean, I know people think they're qualified and they got a couple pieces of certification. Some people know some stuff. We don't know everything, especially the adolescent mind. Um, but um, I really, you know, some of it is. Um, I know people are going to hate me for this <laughs> because, look, at some point, dentists put wooden teeth in your mouth. So let me just say at some point that we, we let that pass. OK. <laughs> And these were the experts of said time. Now, that would be stupid to do today, which means to say something sounds good now, but years later, you realize that it could have caused you harm later on. And you let some peon who looks like Grimace, two times divorced, potentially counsel you. And I'm going, hold the phone. And they graduated from the University of Phoenix or whatever. Hold on. Why? Because you got a degree? No. You got a degree? The, the degree is not enough. I'm just sorry, man. I'm just sorry. I don't care about your certification. I know personal trainers that got certification and they're trash. <laughs> I don't care about your doctorate degree. Guys, I, I have a master's degree. And my master's degree is trash. Right? <laughs> I don't remember no project that I did. All right. It don't matter. That doesn't matter to me. That does not matter. I'm not just going to all of a sudden snap to it because you got a degree. I've been to college. I've worked on college campuses. There's some idiot ass people with doctor's degrees. I've dealt with them because I worked in athletics and I had to deal with professors following around my kids academics my student athlete academics, and I had to talk to the professors and their dumbasses. Not all of them. There's a lot of them. A lot of them. And I'm sitting across them. I'm like, damn, you're teaching the future? Hi, yi, yi. Degree certification don't mean a damn thing to me unless you're a plastic surgeon or you're a damn heart surgeon. I'm going to need to see a degree. <laughs> but just because you stood in school long enough and collected enough debt to get you a PhD means nothing to me. Zero. It means nothing to me. And people don't get it. Guys, I got more degrees than a thermometer. I've worked on college campuses for 15 years. I've seen dumbasses with plenty of degrees that can't fight their way out of a paper bag, a brown one at that. But they know they little stuff, barely. And they're a teacher. I'll end it there. <laughs> okay, come on. I'm going to need to see a little bit more. Tell me about yourself. Who are you? Let's fill out 50 questionnaires that I can ask you. I'm not just going to jump over there because you got a certification and let you train my mind and train everybody else's mind. I'm going to need a little bit more than that. 
anyway. That's my point of view. I'm just, that's all my point of view. So my Ricky V is saying it's a comp mind is a complex thing. We don't know everything, but I'm not going to let you take a moldable, moldable mind because you got a degree and then take them a certain direction. And now I can't reverse it. No, man, I don't care about your degree. I don't. All right. It is what it is. You better have a damn surgery degree, though, when I go into surgery. I'm going to ask you that. But these people are many times, many times, uh, I showed you the data. That's all I'm going to say on it. It's not a perfect science. It's not a perfect science, period. So question it even when you're going in. Uh, Void of light, my neighbor's wife just came out as lesbianist. He's divorcing her, and she put up a for sale sign on the home today. They just had a child last year. God. Mm. Men stay single or roll the dice. Have your life in chaos. Look, man. They just, so this is a praying mantis. I'm warning guys all the time. When your wife has children, it's going to change her. Could change her for the better or for worse, but be careful. So they have a kid last year. And they're all, and now she's, again, this is called the bait and switch. So she becomes who she wants to become when the investment stage arrives. So uh, it's finished. So she figured out all she wanted is one kid in a house. She got that. And now she can become who she really wants to be. This is the bait and switch. Now she can say, oh, I'm a feminist or I'm a lesbian or I don't want to have sex with you no more or um, I, I'm hormonal or I'm going through postpartum depression. like, And then slowly wriggle herself out of it. Now, you can play the game, or you can just cut your losses. Praying Mantis is real. They're going to change who they are once they have your kid, right? And so they can't help it because then uh, the love that they thought was love is not the love. And I'm trying to give them a chance here in favor, you know. They thought they were in love until they had the, a child, and they really discovered love. So the love that, you know, this woman passed this child, your child, your seed, and her, her egg through her body. This is a love that she never knew existed. This is unconditional love. So the child is going to look at her and attach to her, and she's going to really discover what love is. She thought she knew what love is at 22. Now she's 24 and passed the baby through her body. Now that's love. It's even love from a father. And you love her because that's the baby's mother, right? And so she now has unconditional love that you cannot compete with. At that point, she will say, damn, I thought I knew what love was, but this is love. Now, how do you compete? And whatever she's going to do is to protect that child. So if you have a different parenting philosophy, if you have a different way that you're going to raise the kid, if you have, and it goes against her, gloves are off. Or gloves are on. All bets are off. Then she starts to protect the child more than you. Her protection mo model goes to the child, not you. And if it's enough, um, if it's enough situation where she thinks she can eliminate one, it ain't going to be the child and it ain't going to be her. It's going to be you. And that's you. It's going to be you who she eliminates. Well, I could do without you. You're too much over me. You're too much authority. You're questioning. You're making my mothering of my child difficult. I'll eliminate you. And then there's an incentive. If I get rid of you, I can still make you pay for this. So I can pay, get partial payment for a lifestyle instead of 
full support and payment, but then I have to deal with your bullshit. So she'll get rid of you. And she'll have unconditional love. This is why I see like even a teenage mom who is a child, right? She's 15. She'll have a baby. And I've seen this. I've seen a woman because I have a woman in my family that had a baby at 12 or 13, right? It was one of those things like, how can she be pregnant? And she actually had a child. So when that child was growing up, the mother was 15, 16, 17. The kid was three, four, and five, right? You're watching this. And in, in an adult mind, you'll look at a, a teenage mother and say, how does the kid listen to that teenager? How does the kid look at that young girl as a mother? Because as an adult, you're like, that girl doesn't know anything. And that's the parent. You're looking at it. However, how nature works is the baby and the young child doesn't care if that's a 16-year-old mom or a 17-year-old mom. That's her mother. That kid has unconditional love for the mother. So she cares not that it's an underage. She doesn't even know how old the mother is. She or he. The child does not know. The child looks at the mother the same as they look at every other adult. And thus, that is unconditional love that you cannot give that woman. You can't give her that woman. You will always be judging her. Society will be judging her. The adults will be judging her. And she will not feel the love that she receives from that. She will not feel the love from you that she receives from that child. That love cannot be rivaled. Now, if you're in a relationship with her, it's nothing you can do to compete with that. And thus, if you give her hell or you try to keep control of her or any of that, she'll get rid of your ass. She'll be like, you're, you're not giving me unconditional love. This is unconditional love. So this is what happens in our world. And men can't compete with it. If the child comes, it's going to change her. Where are we at? Zero fallout. If you think you're going to find a young, innocent girl in today's environment, good luck. Many of these girls got more bodies than the Arlington Cemetery by 20 years old. It is what it is. Just protect yourself. Yeah, those days are gone, gone, gone. Long, long, gone, 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 gone. And it is what it is. Ladies, I'm not trying to change you. I'm not trying to run you back. I'm not trying to do the uh, the, the, the whatever wise hands made tales and all of that. I don't care. All I'm going to say is, I got money. <laughs> all right. That's all I'm going to say. But the, the innocence is gone. As soon as they jump on TikTok and Instagram, innocence gone. Innocence gone. They can no longer be innocent. You don't realize what your kid is scrolling when they're on TikTok and Instagram. And many of the things that we watch, they get exposed to it, even unintentionally exposed to it. So if you got kids that are 10, 12, and they got these social media accounts or mobile phones, and you have your Instagram, and you see all this the sh that you see, they see it too. And imagine how innocent you were, and you start to see a little bit of things. The first time you see a prawn movie, remember the first time you see some prawn, and the dude be, <laughs> and you like 15, 14, you're looking at it like, are they really doing it? And you see him roar and you see all of that and you see all of that drip, jip, skeet, skeet, skeet. And you see our star doing stuff and you're like, this can't be real. You were like, is that, are they really doing it? Remember that the first time you seen some, sh 
It changed your life. Your kids are seeing that all day long. By the time a young girl turns 16, she ready. In these streets. <laughs> she ready. She running out. It changed your life. Seeing some shit like that. You will. They see that. It's in the palm of their hands. So young girls are 13, 14. They're watching it. Matter of fact, uh, there was an article about that. Let me see here. Uh, let me see here. I'm going to give you a quick article because I know y'all think I'll be making stuff up talking out the side of my neck. Um, let me see here. Here it is right here. I know you guys be thinking I'm talking out the side of my neck. This is why as soon as they turn 18, they run down and start making prawn. Some of these, some of these girls got prawn home videos on their phone uh, with men. And young men, broken relationships, zero self-esteem, spiraling depression, the troubling price being paid by the young women addicted to prawn. Yeah, Billy Eyelash had an addiction to prawn and she barely of age. Emma Turner has always had been the perfect daughter, a classic good girl. She won prizes for her academic achievements through her, throughout school, her school career before uh, being voted deputy head girl in the sixth form, I think that's the sixth grade. Now she has faced a disciplinary panel at her university. She was struggling to think how on earth she was going to explain this to her proud parents. She was about to be sit down, i.e. kicked out. The reason, moments earlier, M Emma had stared in abject horror at a document listing every website she had visited on her laptop in the halls of residence since starting her degree at the start of the year. It spanned 10 sheets of A4, and there, highlighting an orange pen, were all the pornographic sites she visited. Emma, now 24, cringes as she recalls, I've been caught red-handed by the IT department. Now, all I wanted was the ground to swallow me up. Okay. Um, let me see here. Let's see here. Here it is right here. Pornography addiction in teens. Guys, as easy it is to access these things for adults, it's super easy for teenagers because they got the time. It doesn't even matter what's gender on the teenage. How many girls are addicted to prawn? 17% of all women struggling with prawn addiction, 20% of men, 13% of women admit accessing prawn at work, 70% of women admit to keeping their cyber activity secret, one in three visit an adult website, blah, blah, blah. Pornography addiction in teens, how to identify the lasting damage caused by prawn addiction. Uh, right here, female addiction, ending the shame for girls. Female addicted to prawn. <laughs> okay. So it's happening. Young people are growing in the new reality. They uh, surrender by, they surrender, wait, they're surrounded by information and immersed in technology that most adults have trouble keeping pace with. And I don't, if they're not watching prawn, they're listening to people talk about it. And TikTok is basically prawn. All right. It is almost jailbait prawn. So it's a matter of time before your kids start looking at girls in swimwear, riding horses. Matter of fact, if they have Twitch, if they have Twitch, they've been to the hot tub section of prom. 
and young girls are being exposed to this. By the time they turn 17, they ready to go. They ready to go. In these streets. Yeah, and they're following Cardi B and Saweetie and Lizzo. Man, please. All right, we got a last one here. Speaking my mind. Where are we at? I can't see it. That's what she said. <laughs> I can't see it. I can't see what you said, bro. For some reason, when it gets down to the bottom of the screen, I wonder if I can see it over here. Speaking my mind is all the way at the bottom. Can't see it. Uh, you know what I'll have to do? I have to figure it out. But thank you for uh, sending the super chats. We are, let me see, make sure I'm not sharing screens because I got to go, I got to go to the dark recesses of my YouTube back page. Remember I did that on accident once? Boy, oh boy, I had to cut that ish out. Let me see, monetization, super chats. Uh, speaking my mind says back in the day when the doctors used to smoke. Yes. So doctors used to smoke cigarettes. And these were the people we were taking health advice from. So be careful when you're doing these new age. Oh, these new age people, they have all the information on. No, they don't. All they have is the piece of information that they want to put out and sell. All right. They don't always have it. El Chingon, be careful, men. That feet prawn can get addicting. Indeed, indeed. Um, oh, uh, let's see here. Do I have, I, I got all the clips that I need to put out. All right, so we're done for the day. Shout out to the coach gang. We'll be back this afternoon. Protect yourself in these streets. We'll give you a couple of clips. We really can't provide nothing but pussy on, at the end of the day. That's, that's true. Okay, so then how come when you ask a woman what she brings to the table, that's not her answer? Because they're not being true to themselves. I'm like hotter than average. Take the average. I'm hotter than average. I'm smarter than average. I'm funnier than average. I'm above, I'm an above average individual. I'm 33 and I look like young. So yeah, I'm pretty sure that I deserve an insanely rich guy. And my Louis. husband will buy me as many fucking Louis as I want to. So you're gonna Once rely a fucking on your No, he's gonna fucking spoil me. No. I don't no. deal with no don't, fucking don't, scrubs. Don't. He's gonna be a fucking engineer doctor, one of the fucking two, and he's gonna buy me as many fucking Louis Clear as I want. Shit. As many Chanel's, as many Gucci belts as I want, as many fucking Louis purses as I want. What happens if y'all get a divorce? What are you gonna do then? Sit on your ass? Find another fucking husband, dude. Is that your fucking plan? You have to be independent, Zoe. Hair, makeup, esthetician, facials, vagina waxing, everything. That is all independence. I will get well, you. Well, I'm glad that you want to take care of someone else for your life. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Whatever, Zoe. Whatever.